This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. This episode of the History of Bad Ideas is sponsored by the Cincinnati Comic Expo. If you missed the Cincinnati Comic Expo in 2016, it will be returning to the Duke Energy Center in Cincinnati, Ohio in 2017, September 22nd through the 24th. Want to know what you missed out on? Go to the Cincinnati Comic Expo Facebook page, and they have all their panels with Stan Lee, John Barrowman, and many, many others. Also want to know what else you're missing out on? Check out History of Bad Ideas podcast number 143 as we have sit-down interviews with several of the guests at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Again, September 22nd through the 24th of 2017. Get your tickets at the beginning of the year. History of Bad Ideas, episode number 154. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. And happy holidays, everybody. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Not yet. We're getting there. Getting there slowly but surely. We had our first snowfall in Cincinnati this week. Yay. Uh, I got We got about a half inch to an inch out here. Yeah, I hate snow. I, I wouldn't call it snow. It's more like frozen ice. Yeah. Is it were the roads icy? Come to the Bob Studios? No, no, okay. they're just wet. Just but wet. They were wet. Okay, but mm. I'm excited. I love snow. So bring it, people. Let's go. Yeah, you're insane and crazy and. I feel like I should be living in Pittsburgh, except for the Steelers. I would like that town. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, I'm off most of next week, so I uh, am actually hoping that it just snows all week. So I'm fine with that. My wife's off most of the next week, so Blake, you off for the holidays? Uh, apparently, yes. Why apparently? I'm not doing anything else. Okay. Or did you take off work? I don't have to. Oh, okay. Well then, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you want to talk. (laughs) I get my holidays. I'm good to go. Oh, you're plant. It's automatic. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You sons of bitches. You. You're about (laughs) as bad as the post office. (laughs) Damn post office. How dare they be off Christmas Day? I need my Mm. packages delivered. That's right. Jeez, lazy bastards. I'm just kidding. Uh, moment of silence. John Glenn. Uh, he passed away, I think, after our Hobie show last week. True American hero. Yep. We are probably the last thing he listened to. Uh, he did say on his deathbed, make more Hobie. And, and I said, okay, we will. Yep. So his, fam- his family were confused. They thought it had something to do with, like, sleds. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But apparently not. They had to... They basically had to think about it for a while, and about after an hour and a half of coming up with movie concepts based upon his last words, mm-hmm. 
they actually uh, Googled it and we came up. So we uh, ruined the Glenn family's hopes of making a movie about his last words and being famous about a sled. We apologize to that, Mr. the Glenn family. Yeah. So let's not Worsley this, okay? Let's really leave Glenn alone. Glenn, I feel like true American <laughs> hero, right. Ohio born, bred senator, mm-hmm. and punched a guy who was a moon <laughs> moon denier. That you never walked on the moon. That's you bullshit. Never walked on the moon. He was like sixty years old. I was like, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> Bam. Well, John Glenn never did walk on the moon. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't. Yes, he did. When? He was like uh, the 18th one out. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was in the back of the bus. He was moving forward. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he was, was the first man in space. No, no, he was back of the bus. He, he was the second American in space, the first to orbit the Earth. Yeah. That's true. No, but the guy did say that we never <laughs> landed on the moon. Oh, we did. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. not John Glenn. Okay. You, sorry. Yeah. That is true. You never do. Yeah. Well, fuck you. I wanted to. <laughs> Fucking Neil Armstrong. He's dead, too. Neil Armstrong, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just got this in breaking news uh, from Doug, number one fan. Alan Thicke just died. What? Are you kidding me? No, had Robin's a heart attack. Yes, had a heart attack while playing hockey with his son. What was his best role? Oh, growing pains. Did, did he Dad? have more than one? Oh no, his best role was Alan Thicke on How I Met Your Mother. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. And he had a guest star in This Is Us, so I like that oh. one. Holy moly. Yeah, he couldn't have been that old, right? Wow, wow. that's that's depressing. 2016 strikes again. Fuck you, 2016. I thought 2012 was the worst thing just because of the movie. (laughs) Fuck this. 2016 is a horrible, horrible year. It started with Prince and just went downhill. He started with David Bowie. Oh, that's who it was. I'm sorry, David Bowie. Our first episode in January could be the, uh, what are those, death pools? Yeah, well, you know, we can come up with a death pool and they'd all be cleared out before the end of the year at this rate. Uh, 69 years old. Wow. Um, really? What? He's like the fifth person to die this year that was 69. Really? Like Bowie, Glenn Fry, uh, somebody died just like two weeks ago. Like 69 was the age this year for... He was playing uh, hockey with his 19-year-old son. Wow, 19 years old. Good for you, Alan. Uh, let's see. Are he playing hockey or just out there on skates? That's the one. <laughs> uh, he survived by three old. sons, Robin, Brennan, and Carter, and his wife, Tanya. Uh, he was most famous for his role as J- Jason Seaver, the dad of the 1980s sitcom Growing Pains. That's right. He was on the Netflix reboot Fuller House. I guess we didn't get to those episodes. Didn't get to those yet. <laughs> uh, he also hosted game shows, talk shows, and wrote several famous TV show theme songs for Different Strokes, Wheel of Fortune, and Growing Pains. And he was just down and thick. Yeah, poor Alan. Oh, he always seemed like a nice guy. He wow. wrote different strokes. The song, yeah, yeah he I, wrote a lot of them. I knew he wrote "Facts of Life." I didn't know he wrote. Oh, he wrote the "Facts of Life." The yeah. "Facts of Life." The "Facts of Life." The the show that got George Clooney the, you know, stardom. Yep, that was it. Uh, yeah, I see it where uh, Robin Thicke gets his uh, music ripoffs from. <laughs> is Robin is Robin Thicke actually his son? Yeah. Oh, I you, thought you, you were kidding. No, you. Yeah, I thought that. it was a different no, Robin. Seriously. No, no, I didn't know that. I said. Shitty singer, yeah. Yeah, uh, the... Blurred the Lines. Yeah, there yeah. you go, thank you. Blurred Lines, Woo! White Lines, Has whatever. he done anything else since then? Blurred Begged lines? his wife to come back to him? Yes. Right? <laughs> basically, after well. dry-humping, uh, what's her name? <laughs> Miley. You know, you know, Miley Cyrus. It's kind of hard to get your wife to come back to you. <laughs> he did dry-hump her. Yes, he did. She's yeah. a sweetheart. 
Uh, so moment of silence for Alan. And he was caught, you know, goosing um, other models. Oh yes, in the video, with. in the camera, the pictures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he didn't know there was a mirror behind him. That was yeah. bad. Yeah. Oh, well, let's see. Let's do a. Uh, let's do up down. Let's do up down. We'll start that off with that. Uh, you want to have a down. We'll start down, and then we'll go positive, since we're already talking about Alan Thicke, and that's uh, depressing. That might be my down for the week. <laughs> <laughs> Alan yeah. Thicke. Can somebody tell me what kind of world we live in when mm-hmm. Beyonce is in the rock category? Yeah, you got a point. With Disturbed. If it makes you feel Who's any doing better. a Simon and Garfunkel cover? A for really fuck's good sake? version of it, though. I yes. love that version. But no, my problem is people pay attention to the Grammys. Like, yeah, good man. Good man. Good man. Like, the, the Grammys at least stopped being worth something as soon as Jethro Tull won for the first heavy metal. Oh, category. my God, Metallica. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if they weren't dead before then, that yes. was, the, you know, where they jumped the shark. And then when Metallica did finally win the Grammy for heavy metal, yeah. Lars said, Thank you, Jethro Tull, for not putting an album out this year. <laughs> The sad part is I don't even understand how the freaking Grammys work because they were nominated the year they lost for the album and Justice for All. Yes. Probably one of the best heavy metal albums ever. And then the next year they won for the single one, which was on the album and Justice for All. Wasn't there a year, and it wasn't Metallica, it was somebody else, and I'm not kidding. I swear to you, I believe the the same album was up two years in a row. It's possible. And they said the reason was maybe it was album and then record. I don't know the way they did it. I could have swore that it was the same album that was up two years in a row. No, with Metallica, yeah. a song from the album was what got them the the Grammy the year after the album didn't win the Grammy. Are you trying to say the Grammys might be fixed? Yes, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. We do our own uh, award show, the Floppy Awards, in a couple weeks, December 27th. And I will say that we do not take bribes or anything. No, we and... do. But we're honest about it. Oh, yeah, that is true. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. I was going to say. No, so we make a stand. Clean. Yeah, we're cleaner than the Grammys. Unlike the Hillary Clintons and the Democratic National you know, primaries, we're cleaning up front about buying our primary <laughs> candidates. There's no hidden emails with us. There's no hidden emails <laughs> with us. There's no superdelegates hiding There's around no superdelegates. There's no, you know... Scandals, we're all bare naked out there. That's why they're the floppies. But we are, uh, we we do have super fans like Dev who sends us 15 pounds of Pez. So if anybody would like to send us Pez, please let us know. Uh, Speaking of giving back to our fans, I did Mm -hmm. send out. I'm sorry, I sent out the book. I know the book, book is not here yes. in front of me like it has been for the past six months after it was won by yes. one of our fans. Yes. And I sent out a Canadian uh, gift package to Nickel at Graphic Novice, so we did send them out. Now, hold on. Did we send 1.25 more than what would be expected in that package? So, yes. Yeah, so... Yes. Yeah, okay. He does. So, <laughs> sorry, not to go on a tangent about, you know, the... Great, oh, wait a minute. Off on tangent. Hold on a second. We were on the Tangent Bound Network. If it was going to Canada, we only needed to send out 75% of what we would have sent out. And it would have been equal to 100. Oh. I want some refunds. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so you're down on the Grammys this I'm week. Dumb. <laughs> Somebody tell me why a man dressed as a bat steals all of my press. <laughs> Where's he get with those wonderful toys? Did somebody tell me why a hot African-American chick in a onesie steals my rock and roll 
award, Grammy. Does that work? Yeah, sure. Okay. Why not? Jeff, so, what are you doing? I just real quick. What do you think the chances she'll actually win it? You think they are going to give it to her? Just uh, she's I believe David Bowie's in that category, and they may give that to him posthumously. Uh, how's he going to accept it? <sighs> From the grave. He'll have his cold, dead hand. The he'll grand, he'll the have a, a small little Native American girl go up and accept no, it for no, him. No, 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 no. Actually, not, it'll be a uh, actually it'll be a Muppet from Labyrinth that will accept <laughs> oh, it upon his behalf. That would be cool. <laughs> Those are creepy fucking Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that. It's a good thing I don't watch the Grammys. I might get freaked out by That's it. That's right. Does anybody watch the Grammys anymore? I haven't watched. No, I don't watch any of those fucking award shows. All it is is those fucking wankers. You know, celebrating themselves and giving themselves awards. Oh, wait, wait. You know? uh, we just got nominated for Best Spoken Word. All right, so, I'm there. Uh, Grammys, watch them, guys. Uh, we appreciate it. They're great. Wait a minute. <laughs> Beyonce's in that category, too. Damn it. We're going to lose. Damn it. Something about put a ring on it. Put a ring uh. on it. Put a ring on it. Put a ring on uh, it. And I was actually, I hate to say this, uh. but I was actually nominated for Best Song in Hamilton. So I just wanted to let you know. <laughs> My one shot. My one shot. I got my one shot. <laughs> I don't know the rest of it. Damn it. Come on, Lin-Manuel Noriega. Give me something here. Lin-Manuel Noriega Castro. Come on. Wow. I want my shot. Dude. My one shot. Uh, Jeff, what are you down on? I got a one shot. All right. I know I've complained about this in the past. That's, that's what my wife used to call me. Oh, wait. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. I know, I know I've, I've complained about hey. it in the past. Miracles of Viagra. Oh, but yeah. the, uh, Go ahead. the game of life <laughs> is a pretty shitty game. Did you play the game of life recently? The game of I life? I watched really? a video on YouTube where they played through it. Oh, and it's, why? It's because why? I've had to play that with the girls no, all the time. Jason told me that. They changed it and updated it so it's different <sighs> than the one I remember playing. It is. It's worse. Slay, it's not good. Uh, it's not that good. No, You're it was right. t- I was thinking it might be better. They might have figured this is a crappy game. Let's improve it. They made it worse. Like yeah. the, the people are playing and the guy like picks up a card and reads a card. It says, uh, "Tell the tell a joke and if the other person laughs, then you get so much money." I'm like. That's the stupidest what? thing I've ever heard. Yeah. That is stupid. I've never seen that one. Yeah, tell this must joke. be like a really ver- recent version. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. Because <laughs> our updated version is you go to college, you're automatically 120 grand in debt. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you're like, go, skip college, get the computer programmer job, the, and you're good to go. The, the person who did go to college oh, won oh, the game that I watched. And don't though. buy insurance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they well, didn't they, have there's insurance. anything in life that you never should do. <laughs> I don't think... Either they didn't we can't address that. it, but they <laughs> never had an insurance thing come up their entire game. Yeah, and that well, was the only thing I really remember was there everything was burning down or, or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and they forced you to get married, still. Force. You get to choice, though. But it's a force. It is, it is. I will but, give you that. They only let you pick a partner. If you want a blue peg, you can have a blue peg. If you want a pink peg, you can have a pink peg. Yeah, I like it. Uh, you can have a blue pink peg. But they don't have a transgender peg yet. When I is that going to happen? <laughs> While you're whispering uh, into your yeah. mic, he's yelling uh, into his. Uh, <laughs> I, 
I did like the IT job that you can get. If you somebody yeah. spins and it comes off, you get ten thousand dollars if you're an IT guy. If that's your job. Oh really? If yeah, that is one of the off. new things. Yeah. So basically, it's a game of skill. Yes, okay. it is. You can't have yeah. the spinner come off. Well, that's what the whole thing was. It seemed like every time somebody did something, you'd spin, and then you'd see who won the money. It was kind of like lotto. It, was, it shouldn't have been called life. It should have been called game of lotto. Pick a number, and you keep spinning until someone wins. You're right. So, All right, but enough about life. That's my In dad. general? Life in general? I, I enjoy regular life. Okay. I just hate the game of life. I'm down, not on the, go- the uh, Grammys. Well, I am because I just don't fucking care. <sighs> I'm down on the fucking Golden Globes. Can we fucking nominate something somebody's seen? And I know that you're trying to get some of the best ones, but I, I have no desire to see any of the film Golden Globes. Everything that's been nominated hasn't been released yet. I know! Well, that's why at least the Academy Awards waits till after everything's been released. It's ridiculous. I was like, really? I was looking at this. I was like, nope. And don't it's know. the Hollywood foreign press. We don't even know what they are. You know what? Again, we're upfront about taking bribes for their floppies. Golden yes. Globes is not. Exactly. Just ask Richie. Ricky Gervais. Or Richie. I like his brother, Richie Gervais. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm down on the Golden Globes, but then I just don't even care enough. So we got to get Scab Jeff in here, though, for his picks the week before. We got to do we that. Do, we, yeah, do. we don't know how the Golden Globes work out. I mean, I mean, look at the uh, governing body of FIFA. You can't trust those foreigners. Hey, half our audience is foreigners. <laughs> Some would say Alabama is a foreigner. <laughs> yeah, but they're not our audience. No, not anymore. <laughs> no, speaking of Alabama, my wife, was watch- my wife was watching Sweet Home Alabama. With uh, Reese, Reese Witherspoon, Witherspoon. Yep. the chin, and the cutie, she's a cutie pie chin. Yeah. Then she tall. Then her attitude comes out in real life. It's uh, perky, spunky, just like my nips. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, my thing is, everybody says Big Bang Theory is blackface for the geeks. They always equate that. Okay. okay? I'm offended. Okay, well, good. Keep it going. Uh, because I feel like Sweet Home Alabama is blackface for Southerners. I feel like it is the most stereotypical, like, just insulting thing about Alabama. And I'm not trying to defend Alabama. For God's sake, they got Nick Saban. God. But I'm just wondering, like, is it really that? I just felt like it was very, very bad stereotypes. And if I was in Alabama and lived there, I would be insulted by it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty bad stereotypes. I'd be uh, insulted, too, because Reese Witherspoon has all our teeth, all right? And we know that's not an accurate portrayal of people from we Alabama. We don't know that. We wow. Don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't insult the people from Alabama that way. Again, I tried to defend Alabama. Not the college, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not the college. No, no. Technically, it's a community college, so it doesn't really count. Uh, okay, so that was my down is the Golden Globes. Uh, what's your up, Blake? What's your positive of the week? Man, what is my positive? This has been it's a bummer. John Glenn's dead. Mm-hmm. Alan Thick. Got one more that's going Alan to die. Alan Thick. Grammys. Golden Globes. What do you think? Uh, it's the week before the holidays. I guess that'd be my thumbs up. It's okay. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Are you off all next week? No. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's your positive. Well, that was, yeah. That was quick. <laughs> I'm looking forward to next week. Uh, Jeff, what's your up? Uh, I'll say uh, this uh, week, since I've been trying to make my uh, top five list for mm-hmm. later in the show, I've been watching a lot of stand-up comedy specials. Okay. So I've been enjoying stand-up comedy Netflix specials. Netflix has become the source for good comedy uh, specials. Netflix has some good ones. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, you know, I've been meaning to watch the Grand Tour, you know, with the uh, the gents, you know, the blokes, mm-hmm. you know, from um, Top Gear that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, Hammond May and uh, what's his name? Clarkson. But you haven't watched it yet? I haven't gotten around to it, but I will. Okay. That's on Netflix now. Yeah. And they also have Mythbusters, the the crew from Mythbusters, right? Mythbusters? Myth. 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 Mythbusters? Myth. I like meth busters. It's like for the t- it was the old uh, yeah they got game. the they got the uh, cutie handy chick and then the, from Myth Busters and she's uh, and they got the she's she's the star of the show now with a couple other people and and they're she's doing her own thing with Bob and the cutie guy that does the hand jobs I like him too he's cute <laughs> uh, and I then that part yeah <laughs> it's on Netflix for a reason oh. <laughs> uh, so Jeff you're up on that well that was quick okay uh, my up is raccoons. I'm up on raccoons. Okay. So, let me explain. Oh, we don't need you to explain. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, let's see. The Twitter poll of the week this week. Twitter poll of the week. The Walking Dead first half season finale is done. Uh, let's see yes. this past Sunday. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, yes. Let's see. If you can follow us on Bad Ideas twi- uh, on Twitter. Bad Ideas Podcast to me. And you can vote in our poll then, or follow us on Facebook at the History of Bad Ideas podcast. Lots of great news there. Uh, let's see. So, every week we do the poll this week. What do you think of the first half of The Walking Dead season? 15% in last place. It's not a good sign. It was a great first half. Uh, 20% of the people said, awful. They stopped watching. That was in third place. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was actually our number one poll Every week we've been getting higher and higher in the poll, so this was a nice one. Uh, second place, 30% said disappointing. 30% said disappointing. And in first place, 35%, good, but it had some flaws this season. Mm-hmm. So overall, the majority liked it, and then the majority were disappointed. So, uh, Jeff, what did you vote for it? I didn't vote. Oh, okay. I, I didn't do my due diligence, and I felt it would be wrong to vote when yeah, I didn't okay. know the issues. It's not like we only had five votes. We actually had really a good amount of votes. Are you sure these results are valid? Didn't Putin have to do something to do with this? Uh, I don't, didn't the Russians I, hack our I Twitter? I can't condone that. I can't condone that. All right. I, I, or can't confirm that. I can't confirm Russian, that. I can't condone it either. No. Is, <laughs> is there a Russian grateful, you know, grateful dead, walking dead connection? I'm just tapping my nose for no reason. Uh, uh, isn't Putin a fan of Negan? Who isn't? That's right. There was some outcry that he didn't, uh, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Dean Morgan was not up for, uh, best supporting yeah. actor for, uh, Negan. Yeah. I don't think he should have been up for it, but, you know, if <clears> anybody <throat> was going to be up for it from Walking Dead, I guess he would have been. I yeah. think he might have been up for Critics' Choice He won awards. Critics' Choice. Yeah. Because I saw they just had those this week. Yeah, hosted by T.J. Miller. Yeah, I saw a little bit of it. It wasn't that good. I'm not a big yeah. fan of T.J. Miller. We can talk about that in comedians, yeah. but top five. Teaser. Is he going to make your top five? Teaser. I know. So I guess we're not talking about <laughs> him. Yeah, I don't think we will talk I about him. I believe he's in our uh, buy-sell stock. Oh, oh he is. Yeah, because yes, he right. yeah, he's in the movie. All right, so stick around. We'll get more in details on that. Blake, what do you think about this season uh, finale? Uh, Fall season finale. Well, the the whole season, etc. I have been uh, doing my due diligence and mm-hmm. uh, reading. And there are some positives and some, uh, you know, criticisms. Uh, there are people that were fans of the show who stopped watching because Glenn died. Six million viewers dropped. Yeah. Wow. 17 million down to 11.7. Yes. But, however, you know, and, and so the, the complaints were, uh, you know, Glenn died. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, other co- complaints in regards to that death is that it was too violent and nah, graphic and it turned them off. And then the other complaints that I've seen is uh, they're saying, oh, it's just, it's just too slow. But, you know, my, my retort for mm-hmm. all of this and for equal time, I'll say uh, the whole Negan thing. You know they have. To, he's the biggest baddie yet, and he is. They're making you have to make him as deplorable as yep. possible. I mean, he can't vote for Trump, obviously, because you know these are you know pre twenty six Trump Trump apocalypse. He is our supreme ruler now. That's right, supreme ruler Trump. Sorry, he's, if you're listening, or you know Ivanka, mm. hubba hubba. All right. So, anyways. Come on our show. You're making Negan as deplorable as possible. Mm-hmm. So you got to kill he, He's got to do his baseball bat thing and Lucille. And I know that some people say he's going over the top with his character, but I think that builds into a lot of the psychology and them just trying to make him as horrible a person as possible in order to, you know, trump what you've already seen with the governor. You have to get the group as low as humanly possible. Yes, you have to, you know, get Rick as beat down as possible. And I still don't think else that- it goes with it. And the people that are complaining, that's why Negan's such a horrible character, right? So, and you roll that in with the slowness of it all. Mm-hmm. You know, you now have multiple storylines. Everybody's branched off on their own. You know, there's a reason why you got to pay attention to the hilltop. There's a reason you got to pay attention to the kingdom. There's a reason you got to pay attention to the, uh, you know, the uh, lesbians in the swamp. Mm-hmm. There's a reason you have to pull all that because it's all going to be pulled together in uh, the climax, you know, you know, climactic season finale, which we expect, you know, here at the end that's coming up. So I'm wondering how many more fucking outposts are we going to have to find that, oh, look, we found guns in this place. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, they went to this place uh, surrounded by a swamp of zombies, literally a swamp of zombies, and they paddle across it and like, oh, look at all the guns. Well, they was out of ammo, though. It's true. And And there's somebody following them. Yeah. Do you think that's from from, that? Do you think that's from the women's camp or do you think that's from the base that they just took all the guns from? I have no idea. I don't know. Well, the base gives you the impression that it was a single guy. Correct. My question is, did Negan's group... I don't think they saw the, found the guns when they came back on that truck. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Rick and them stashed them somewhere because I didn't. when they were taking those boxes out, they didn't see... I didn't see yeah. any guns. Yeah, I don't, I don't I know. I think they were hiding question. them. Yeah, I don't know. So, Michonne. Uh, Michonne. Uh-huh. She uh, kills the red-haired driver chick. Yes, because she kind of wants to die because she's a savior and is tired of it. Tired yeah, because she kind of says, you know, that's all of us down there. Mm-hmm. We're, we're a lot of people. There's a silencer in the glove compartment and, you know, take and ditch the car. Yeah. Or did she just resign to the fact that she, she knew Michelle was going to kill her? I think it was Anyways. a little bit of both. I think she was, was just done. That's I right. think a lot of them that are working for the saviors for Negan just do it out of necessity. And, poor uh, and, and because of, you know, it, it's it's the way dictatorships and the yeah. totalitarians rule by fear. And you got your thugs that enforce it. And the, the bulk of the people don't want to be doing it. Like but they Fat eventually Joe. go do it anyways. Well, yeah, whatever. But, you know, he's like, oh, I'm just trying to get by. And Daryl says, no, this place isn't about getting by. So did the fucking it's Nazis getting smack. It all. Yeah, no, he said it's, it's yeah. about getting it all. And, you know, eventually, you know, if you do kill, you know, Negan... You know, is there just another guy that's powerful enough to keep everybody together and to rise up in his place? I mean... Do you take the devil where you know or the devil where you don't know? devil where you don't know. With yeah. Negan. I mean, that's true. I mean, yeah. if you're a part of his followers, if you kill him, the next guy could be a lot worse. I would say at one point in time, I would just try and leave. Mm-hmm. 
Because you would think that you could probably get away, right? Maybe. At one point in time, you keep punishing people or they don't turn on you in whole. Yeah. That's that's the problem between, you know, dictatorships. You know, how 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 much can you have your boot, boot on their throat before everybody turns on you? You got to let up after a while. Uh, Negan did help yeah, even, up. Even Fidel let, uh, you know. <laughs> let up after a while. Even Fidel let up after a while. 40 you know? years, oh, yeah, but yeah. he left up. Let up. That's right. Come here, Raul. You take over. <laughs> Try right. uh, I did like how Negan took care of the uh, little slime problem that Rick's group had, the guy that was trying to turn, the last of the Monroe family. Uh, <laughs> as as cruel as Negan is, you do see he has that he, he does have a code of ethics mm-hmm. that he works by, as perverted as it may be. I did like, and it was very similar to the comic book, but I did like how Negan, when the, uh, I forget what the guy's name is mm-hmm. now, uh, he was like, well, you know, uh, I, you know, we take Rick out, and I can take over, and you know, I can leave. Mm-hmm. And Negan's like, "So you want me to do your dirty work?" And as soon as he said that, you're just like, "Oh, that guy's fucked." Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that guy's fucked. <laughs> that 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 is true. And here's the other thing: if you're gonna get um, uh, uh, mullet man, what's his name again? Uh, Eugene. If you're gonna get Eugene to build you a bullet. Mm-hmm. Don't you think you'd have Eugene build you more than one so you can test a few of them first and make sure they work? Or you have a couple in your gun, so if the first one misses Negan, you can uh, fire it, some it, more? Or Yes, exactly. And one of the criticisms I uh, read was mm. personally, oh, you're, you're that close, you pull the gun out, you don't hit him. That's bullshit. I'm like, um, actually, it's pretty tough, believe it or not, because if your aim's off by a quarter of an inch, you mm. can miss by several feet. Especially if you're whipping your gun out that quick and pulling hey, whoa, whoa, the trigger. Hey, what are you doing whipping your gun out? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's not like you got a space to hit like a urinal, you well, know. People were saying it would shatter the bat and kill him. My issue but, is... But, but you don't know if the bullet casing, you don't know if that was an effective bullet or that, not. That was my and point. Apparently it wasn't. Eugene made one, but it wasn't strong enough. strong enough. And if it was... A, that was my point. So is, it's, it's you like don't know people it bitched about it like, oh, this bullshit, you can't hit somebody that close. Uh, you try it. It's actually harder than you think. And second of all, that bullet that Eugene made probably wasn't good and powerful enough because obviously it just lodged into the bat and sticking out. Ask the British during the Revolutionary War. Didn't always work. Uh, let's just stand in lines. Why are you standing in lines? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> we like the British. Uh, we're on nerdly.co.uk. Check them out. Uh, good day, governor. Hey, big ass. Jeff? Okay, Hello, moving governor. on. <laughs> yeah, I already did that one. <laughs> Go back to your words with friend. Uh, I like this season. Uh, this last episode I thought was better than any of the other episodes this season. I, you know, I thought it was good, and I actually I enjoyed it. It was kind of like a sick humor with, you know, Negan hanging mm. out in Rick's house. Yes, you with know, the, with his daughter, with his and daughter, and then hanging out, and then you know, cooking spaghetti. <laughs> and I, I think it's really funny. And then he's sitting there at the table, and he's like waiting for Rick to come back, and he's like. Fucking, I don't wait for him anymore. Eat. <laughs> and I think that was pretty funny. And I remember some of the criticism was, oh, that's just not believable or funny. I'm like, no, I actually thought it was a good, good, funny thing. Rick, I'm going to have to say, I fucking made a mess of your kitchen. And I <laughs> yeah. am so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to. And I did like how, ah, go ahead and kill mm. somebody. Olivia, boom, dead. <laughs> Up on the porch. She's like, oh my God. Yeah. But, Poor but, Olivia. But she was when, not good at her job. No. Yeah, well, she wasn't actually. But but do you think if the one interesting thing I did find was how they worked uh, Negan's humanity into 
the storyline last week, especially when he was showing Carl around, it was almost as if he was doing it just to brag, you know, show what kind of power he had, you know, to Carl. And what got interesting, too, is when he was making Carl take his eye patch off. What? And then while he had Carl with his eye patch off, you know, he's he called fucked him. No, no, no. Oh. He started. Uh, he he started going into laying into him and making fun of him, and uh, letting him know how horrible and scary and shitty he looked, etc. And then that's when Carl actually started to cry. And you see, but like, tears came out because he has no eye. Well, he had a tear came out because he had one eye still. Oh, okay. But uh, there was that brief moment there where Negan stops. And says, "Ah, oh, Christ! You know, I forget. You know, you're not a you're not a grown boy. You're you're not a grown man. You're you're just a boy." And while he lets that guard down for just that one split second, you know, that's when his uh, fluke, you know, fluke, uh, you know, um, you know, one of his lackeys come in with uh, Lucille with the baseball bat. And he's like, "Hey, boss, you forgot this." And then Negan immediately goes back into his you know super tough guy mode. Uh, so we just saw him actually become human for a moment. So, you know, maybe they're, like we said, you know, he's got a, he's a horrible person. He's got a fucked up code of ethics, but deep down, maybe he's still slightly human. I doubt it. Well, if you read his, co- the comic books, they're doing a backstory and I'm not going to spoil the backstory because they may do it next season on an episode, but you know, he is human, obviously, do you think he sees a little bit of himself in Carl, or do you think he just feels sorry that a kid is growing up during the shitstorm? Or do you think he's just, you know, somewhat human and is like, okay, maybe I was a little rough on him. You know, he's 15. I think it kind of gives a weakness into his backstory. Okay. So he may not have been, you know, this horrible person all along. I do like everybody online said, I can't wait till he fucking gets killed by Rick. Rick's going to kill him. It's like, just keep uh, waiting. Yeah. Just keep waiting. I, and I only know that because I talk to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> just keep waiting. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Just keep waiting. So I, what would you give the grade? A through F. What would you give this the first half? I, I like the show. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little slow at times, but it's interesting. I still give it like, you know, a B plus. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you. I'm B B to a B plus. Mm-hmm. We're not Entertainment Weekly. No, fucking sucks. B minus. This uh, is horrible. B minus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think they're saying, oh, there's a big drop of six million. I don't think they take into account a lot more people are streaming it. Uh, like and once the season's over, like on Netflix. And didn't didn't their their episode DVD. for episode one of this season break other records because yes. everybody wanted to see who got whacked? Literally. The, and, and then, so you got all those people to just show up for that one episode. But, I mean, how does it compare to the average that it's had for the past couple seasons? It goes up and down. I mean, you're anywhere from 10 to 18 million. Okay. And that's the thing. It's like, well, it kind of goes up in waves in that. There are seasons that are better. There are season, mm-hmm. seasons that are worse. I think that's part of the reason. And, again, I think you're not taking into account a lot of the DVRs plus seven, which means that a lot of people are watching it within seven days on DVR. Do I think yeah. a lot, as many people are thinking it's must-watch? right away i don't think so but it's also season seven of this fucking show you know it's going to have a decrease in people eventually Uh, it's still the number one fucking show yeah all right that's all you need to know and the talking dead the talking dead a fucking show talking about this fucking show is number two 
That's horrible. It averages nine million. Oh my gosh! I'm like, really? Yes. There's only two million people that watch. It's eight to eight to ten million. It fluctuates. On a wow. bad day, it's like five and a half to six million. Still number two on cable. I, wow, that surprises me. <laughs> Which boggles my uh, uh, my wife's mind because she loves This Is Us and we watch This Is Us together. But on NBC Online, there's an mm. after show with some of the stars on it and creators in that. And yeah. she's like, oh, goody, we get to talk all about it. She's like, who the fuck watches this? I was like, me. People watch, watch talking that. <laughs> uh, people like it. I don't get it. I mean, I, I like to, I, I don't like to read just recaps. You know, I just watch the damn show. Yeah. I like people that actually give you a recap, but then explain things or mm-hmm. theorize or, or give you better, you know, insights or meanings. Other than, I, if I just want to recap, I'll go watch the damn show again. Kind of like what we do with Westworld for the pop culture uh, podcast. Yes, cafe. Correct. You're welcome. There you go. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, we do have a gift from Heno, which we're going to open here soon. What? Oh, what? yeah. We do. We do. Uh, I actually have to find it. Son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> which I will get at the next break. Okay, Heno. Jason misplaced your gift. I got Ooh, it somewhere. We'll I can't get it. wait. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Is it a sack of potatoes from Idaho? I did open it because I had no idea what it was, and I'm glad I opened it. And, uh, <laughs> did he send nudes? I can't, I nope. can't comment. I can't comment. <laughs> Did he send Pictures his own of version his of the floppy? So anyways. Pictures uh, of Edo's abs. Mm. I'll show him a picture of my ab. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> ab. Uh, so the plague hit my, my house this weekend. Uh, this past week, uh, my daughter had a double ear infection. My uh, wife on Thursday went to the doctor and then had a CT scan because her strep throat was so bad. Did you guys get any of the flu shots? Uh, my kids did. Okay. So, But it's ear infections. That's the thing. It's uh, killing. All right. So my wife always gets strep. So she got a pretty severe case. She actually has to go back and make sure that it's okay. Uh, she was basically on bed rest for two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, they pumped her full of antibiotics. Uh, and Friday night, I was putting my son down, who's six months old, and he usually sleeps from 8 p.m. till 6 in the morning, 7, 8 sometimes. He's a pretty good sleeper. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wouldn't go down after he would fall asleep on me. Put him down in the crib. He would wake up within 20 minutes. So, uh, to fast forward, uh, I was up from 6.30 a.m. Friday for my job. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Worked all day. Came home. He wouldn't go to sleep. And I was up until 6.30 a.m. on Saturday. All right. I was literally up for 24 hours. It was wonderful. Oh, you napped it a little bit in there. I'm not kidding you. I'm not exaggerating. I think I got 40 minutes of sleep. There you go. So So. we should have brought our uh, Japanese surgical germ masks. No, everybody's cleared. Everybody's on antibiotics. Yes, everybody's good now. I'm gonna, if Here's I get the funny sick, thing. I'm going to be pissed off at you, asshole. <laughs> well, then I told my wife. I'm going to come was... back Saturday when we record this. Really? And if... I'm going gonna, gonna to lick all your silverware. <laughs> Dude, really? Our whole house. That's right. Is, I decontaminated on Sunday. Uh-huh. Uh, but then I told my wife, I was like, on Saturday morning, she was filled with antibiotics. I was like, you have to get up. I can't go any longer. You, I got to get some sleep. Okay. So she was only able to do it for like an hour and a half because she still felt like shit. Well, then I took my son to the doctor. He got an ear infection, my infant, so that's why. Ear infections for everybody. On the positive, though, two things. I fell asleep at 8.30 Saturday, uh, Saturday night and slept till 8 a.m. the next day, so that was nice. Uh. And at 2 in the morning, I got to see Captain Phillips. 
<laughs> for Tom Hanks, the movie from 2013. Was that a good thing? Or Three oh, years yeah. too late. <laughs> I've been waiting to see it. I wanted Did it to live see up? it. Did it live up to your expectations? At two in the morning, it's a pretty damn good show. If it yeah. was any other time, not sure if I really uh-huh. would have liked it. <laughs> from two to five in the morning, it was on. And I was like, oh, it's two in the morning. I really wanted to see this movie. Yeah. I'm never going to be able to watch all of this. I'm, I'll be going to bed soon. <laughs> see mm-hmm. if I can do it. I am the captain now. Ooh, that's that was my, good. That's my Somali impersonation. <laughs> oh, look at me. Look at me. I thought you were doing Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> okay, okay. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. That was my Tom Hanks from Captain Phillips. Ah. Did, did you notice? Nope. Okay, no. good. It was okay. It was. I thought that was your bosom butt, Tom Hanks, from Bosom Buddies. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get, keep this apartment. <laughs> Isn't that the reason why they were. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, Captain Phillips, it was okay. It wasn't anything great. I don't think it should have been up for Best Picture. It was interesting. I will say, dear God, bravo to the SEALs that could shoot fucking three people in a window on a little life uh, boat. At the same time. What? At the same time. On sea swells. With Yeah, the waves are going yep. and the wind. Dear God in heaven, that, that was awesome? impressive. Are you saying you couldn't do that? Uh, I can't fucking... I couldn't hit the lifeboat. <laughs> I, would be, I could barely hit the ocean, I think, if I was shooting from the aircraft carrier. It was fucking awesome. That's pretty talented, huh? And it was because they pulled the, the string that was holding onto the lifeboat that was yeah. on the thing, and that's when the one guy rocked back into the window and they had all three clear shots. Mm-hmm. It was fucking impressive. Uh, suppose I did have an issue because the crew did say in real life that Captain Phillips was not like that. There were some issues with it yeah. that he wasn't so selfless on it. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, it's a Hollywood rendition. Correct. Yeah, you know. And it's Tom Hanks. Yeah. And you know what? I have to admit, I really do. Lo- Everybody loves Tom Hanks. And you, know, right. you, you watch it and you're like, yeah, it's a Tom Hanks movie. It's good. I like it. There you go. It wasn't, I wouldn't go out of my way. But hey, if you have a kid that won't go to sleep at two in the morning, it's a wonderful film to watch. Make him make him watch Captain Phillips? He's sleeping on top there of me. Go. I got to watch t- Captain Phillips. So, three years too late. Okay. Uh, so, uh, let's uh, get the gift from, or let's do listener feedback. Start with Doug. I'm going to go get the gift, and let's start this. Let's see what we got here. Go ahead, Blake. Alright, so anyways, we're going to start with uh, listener feedback from Doug. Number one fan, Doug. Can't give yourself a nickname. <laughs> Uh, he says, the Browns-Bengals game had tickets for $1 before game time. Did Blake go? Hell no. Uh, you didn't go? No. It cost triple, uh, I saw, dollar is pretty impressive. There was an article he linked to us on this. Yeah. StubHub had them for $3. Yeah. So an 0-12 team versus a 4-7-1 and team. I on the lake, like, on the on the shore of Lake Erie, with, with wind, s- snow, snow, sleet, ice, you know, sub-zero winds. It, they they originally were selling like uh, tickets anywhere for five bucks for an extra two bucks that you get. They'd give you two drinks and a hot dog, <laughs> which is completely useless uh, in that stadium at this point in time because your hot dog will be frozen by the time you open the from the wrapper. Extra five bucks, you were going to be the quarterback for the Browns. Five bucks, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was great. You, you could have been a on great the field. That's how RG three got on the punch. field. Yeah, exactly. Actually, he drew yeah. His name in the lottery. No, he paid six bucks. <laughs> I got a ticket, yeah. uh, sir. Can I get in? Go ahead. You're the uh, only one that exactly. hasn't gotten concussion yet. That's, a, that's <laughs> the only place where my beer literally froze over on the top once. 
at this time, at this point in time of year. That was watching He Hate Me from the Carolina Panthers set a rushing record against the Browns. <laughs> Rod Smart. Yes. Bro, speak of that. From uh, the XFL. Oh, yes. Yeah, 30 for 30 has an XFL documentary coming oh. in February. Oh, wow. It looks pretty fucking awesome. I'm sure it is. I love the XFL. Uh, did anyone else hear the rumors that the XFL is coming back? That's got to be that's got to be fake, right? Let me check. Let me check Snoops. Apparently, Snoops. ESPN has been Snoops. doing a whole bunch of stuff about WWF or WWE wrestling. Well, they have an agreement with WWE. They've been putting them on. Yeah, and well, apparently, it's the two of them are getting back together. ESPN and Vince McMahon. The rumor I heard was that it's going to be a revival of the XFL. I would be shocked because the ESPN's so in NFL's back pocket. Um, let's see here. But there really isn't any minor league football. So, I mean, the NFL would like it because they can find stars without having to invest their own money yeah, or NFL find Europe. competent players. NFL maybe. Europe folded. Did? Mm-hmm. Okay, it is a comedy bit on a uh, lot of the, uh, like the onion, but for uh, sports and that. Yeah. Because the one says, the kicker.com has headline, XFL to be streamed live on MySpace. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Poor Justin Timberlake. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, yeah, so it was three dollars on StubHub's uh, StubHub for the Cleveland game. It yeah. would have been triple that. Your beer would have cost triple the ticket amount. Yeah, I so, believe it. And what, what? I watched some of the game. Not much, but some. It's a boring fucking game. Oh, it's crappy football. It was not it good. No, it's not. I feel like any team that plays another team that has a tie in their column should be five dollar tickets. Yeah. I don't care. Wow. I don't care. I don't know. Everybody, everybody got their fill of good football from the Army Navy game the day before. You know, poor fucking Navy. <laughs> My dad was in the Navy, so he was root for Navy in the football well, game. You know, we had our third strings in there because everybody else was hurt. <laughs> that was the only way Army's going to win. And again, yeah. like I told you on Facebook, we may disagree yeah. on AbFab, but yeah. I agreed there with you, you on Navy. Thank you. That's right. Go and Navy. look what it got you. Yeah. <laughs> they lost you because I agreed. Fault. You know, so, but but Doug follows up. He says uh, it's info about Fox Sports from last week. Mm-hmm. You know, he says, uh, Jamie Horowitz, uh, creator of the Embrace Debate movement at ESPN, actually left ESPN to run Fox Sports, hence the change. Let's skip Bayless and everyone coming That's here. why Fox Sports is starting to suck, because yes. they hired the guy who made ESPN suck. There you that go. is undisputed. Thank oh, you. sorry. There <laughs> you go. That's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking skip Bayless. Fucking Shannon Sharp. God. Exactly. Uh, okay, so who do we got next to Blake? Uh, what we got next is El Heno. We haven't heard from El Heno from Idaho for uh, quite some time. Co- Co-Canadian Floppy of the Year winner yes. last year. Despite living in Idaho. So he sent us a care package. Let's care see what package. we got. And we got more care packages coming. I feel really bad that people are sending us stuff, but they want their <laughs> floppies. I take it. You know, they're so special. It is sweet. Yeah, it Thank is. you, Heno. Let's see what it is. What is it? <laughs> Open it up, okay? Oh Please goodness. tell our listeners. No. It's all mine. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's a uh, autographed photo of Remy LaCroix. <laughs> <laughs> a nude. A backside nude. Oh. I'm not putting that on Facebook Live. <laughs> no, my wife will kill me. <laughs> That is awesome. I do like how he kept the receipt in the package for us. How much much did it cost him? Uh, Oh, boy. uh, 
The shipping costs more than the uh, photo. How much was the shipping? Five dollars. How much was the photo? Four ninety-five. <laughs> <laughs> and it was actually not from Heno. It's from his dog Jace. Oh, since it's from we... Jace, it says thanks, Jace, because we—that's right—we gave Jace a shout out for his birthday. A shout out for Jace's birthday. This is a Remy Lacroix porn star, <laughs> nice butt, extremely rare, full nude, signed. It's so rare. It's worth ten. five dollars. Eight by ten. Four ninety-five. And I like it. I'm gonna put it, <laughs> I'm gonna put it next to the Adam West picture. We're gonna have to leave it here because there's no way in hell I'm gonna be able to take this home. I think <laughs> I think you should keep take it home, honey. Look what I got hey! from our fans. So thank you, Jason L. Hano. This is the best fan gift ever. Let me see that again. That is a nice picture. That is a nice picture. I told you you ruined it for me forever. Here, let me look. Here, I'm going to put her picture up on my face. No, don't stop. I'm watching. Remy LaCroix over here. I got a nude picture for you. Hello, Jeff. I am the Remy LaCroix. I just ruined it for you. It is a nice picture. You couldn't ruin that for me. That is a nice picture, I have to admit. She is a hula hoop champion. She is. I love my hula hoops. <laughs> I'm going to ruin it for you. Not in the good way either. <laughs> so in a good way of ruining things? Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah. So I got three kids. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go to a bathroom break here. Uh, hand check. I'll be back Everybody down. Got a hand oh. check. <laughs> Give me. I'll be back in five minutes. <laughs> All right, sixty seconds. Twenty-eight. <laughs> Who are we kidding? Who are we kidding? Sorry, I'm kidding Mike. There, my bad. That's well, awesome. I love that. Thank you, thank you, Jace. <laughs> via via Heno. Oh, uh, okay. What else does Heno say? That's awesome. Uh, he says Evan Wood, aka Dolores from Westworld, dated Ohio's own Marilyn Manson at the age of eighteen. So basically what he's saying is she spoiled goods. All right. Uh, according to an article <laughs> in Rolling Stone magazine, he promised freedom to her. Soiled, hashtag soiled, hashtag ew. That's from El Heno. That is never good. No. <laughs> <laughs> Here I had such great lofty aspirations for uh, Evan Wood. But, you know, yeah, Marilyn Manson has soiled a lot of... Actresses, hasn't he? Yeah, uh, he got, started out with Rose McGowan. Yeah, and she then, got soiled. She got soiled. And now and, Rachel Wood. I mean, look what happened to her. She ends up wearing a machine gun for a leg in a movie. For Christ's sake! Hey, I like that movie. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Whatever. And then Jawbreaker. You know, he made that uh, appearance in Jawbreaker because uh, Rose McGowan was in there as well. He was the, uh, you know creepy old guy that Rose lures to the house. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm. And that's where you get to see uh, Marilyn Sans freaky makeup. That's where we got to see Brian yeah. Warner after yeah. in Ohio. Uh, yeah, exactly. But you know, Ohio's got some great music. You know, Trent Reznor. You know. Anything else? And Marilyn Manson. <laughs> okay. That's all uh, we got? Uh, Brewer's Tongue. Brewer's Tongue, yes, that's right. We've got. Are they uh, Ohio or are they Kentucky? Got Dr. Ben. Oh, they're Kentucky. No, they're, they're originally Kentucky. from Ohio. They're okay, just, you know. That's what I'm saying. Only really good music comes from Ohio. Well, there's, there's no jug band in Brewer's well, Tongue. Well, we do have the Black Keys. <laughs> that's current. <laughs> is working pretty well. Twenty One Pilots. They're from 21 Columbus. Twenty One Pilots. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty One. But thank you, thank you, El Hano, for the great facts there regarding Westworld and Marilyn Manson and. The autographed 
Remy LaCroix. She did sign on her backside. All right, so anyways. She was signing the most important part. That's she right. She wanted to make sure you saw the signature, <laughs> so she had to put it near the derriere. Yes. Yes. Ah, here from uh, Dev. The Psy Guy. Big Dev the Psy Guy. Dev, 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 Dev. Big Dev the Psy Guy. Dev, 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 Dev. Yes, and our listeners are making other listeners theme songs. Not only are they sending us packages for the Floppy Awards. Well, I like that. They're now making theme songs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where's our floppy theme song? The good news is next week, uh, we're going to have a roundtable here, a lot of guests for our Christmas episode, and I feel like we might get a live version of the Dev Psy song. That's Ooh. true. And and maybe uh, Dr. Bednar can bring a uh, guitar and, and uh, make up one on the, on the go. You know what? Yeah. He better if he wants a floppy. Uh, yeah, otherwise El Heno might be taking that. Yeah. All so right. Doug's in the competition now. Yeah, Doug is in the competition. All right, so here we go from Dev. Although he's not correcting us. That's true. I will go into my correction voice for Dev. Uh, Gotham is terrible, and I will stop listening to the show if it wins another floppy. And I don't win my first. My demands have been made, and I say, good day, sir. Well, then. Well, he says good day. Well, he'd just let like, us know our place. Just like America, we don't negotiate. Uh, we so, don't negotiate with Michigan terrorists. That's right. Uh, so, simmer down, Michigan militia. Uh, I'm just saying that Gotham, I don't think, is going to win. I'll be honest. I don't think it's going three feet. I know, considering I think I'm the only person that's watched Gotham here at the table. <laughs> well, I got five days to get this caught up, so I'm sure I'll do. That's yeah, so a lot of time. Sure. Yeah. But uh, I you could know, have watched Gotham instead of Captain Phillips. Yeah, you could have. That's true. <laughs> you know, I was going to say we can make a category for like best Hobie bribe, mm-hmm. but obviously, you know, Remy Lacroix photo here wins. I don't know. Twenty pounds of Pez is pretty impressive. Actually, you know what? Eating Pez while looking at Remy Lacroix mm. is pretty impressive. Uh-huh. Don't, don't worry about the European Pez. Oh, yes. Well, and, well, when I said Pez, I meant all Pez. And yeah, Graphic Novice has a care package coming to us this week. Ooh. Better get here before we It is. Before. I was not home to sign for it, so I signed and put it on the paint oh. on the door. Uh, so You know, if we haven't taken special time out to thank all of our listeners during listener feedback for sending all these wonderful bribes, we're pretty damn lucky people. We are lucky people. We appreciate every bribe sent. And, you know, it just makes me feel all warm and tingly inside. And every question that's sent over to that's us. Right. We, we've done listener feedback for 100 and, well, we're, it was 154, 153 episodes. Uh, I think we actually took some on the first quest, uh, podcast, too. Did we? How I don't know. Possible? I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> I don't think we did. I don't want to listen to it. I don't think until uh, number one fan Doug started sending okay. a question. So it's probably about the third or fourth. Okay. So 150 <laughs> episodes. We've had listener feedback and we appreciate it. Hashtag yeah. LF. We missed one episode and we got killed. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know. So thank you everybody for listening and downloading us. And, yes. You know, tell a friend, have them listen to us too, and. You know, and then don't be abashed, and then apologize to him. But then don't be abashed not to send us anything. We'll yes. take anything. Yeah, obviously. Pretty much. Yes. All right. But uh, anyways, uh, Bob is next. Bob says, 
Can we agree that the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man films are the Joel Schumacher films of the Marvel Universe? Um, I'm going to have to defer to you, pros. Well, I'm trying to think, because they're not technically of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Correct. But if he means of any Marvel films, you got to remember Fantastic Four films are out there. I'm going to say Fantastic Four is bi- uh, bigger. Yeah I, I, yeah, I would say Fantastic Four would be the the biggest pieces of fecal matter coming out of the uh, Marvel canon. Uh, I saw the um, original Fantastic Four ones, like the first two, a couple oh. months ago. Those are still god-awful. They're, I, they're I, not good. They're not good at they, all. They actually get worse with age. They do. They do. The thing looks really bad. Uh, he looks like he has foam on. That's about it. And how you have Michael Chiklis playing that and just... It just comes across as horrible. Oh, I thought Michael Chiklis was actually the bright spot. I mean, I the thing him. looked bad, but... I liked his... He did good. Yeah. But it looks so bad. And Doctor Doom... Can we please get a movie where he doesn't look like a douche? Can we please get a movie where Doctor Doom is Doctor Doom and not some super-powered trans-dimensional being? Or... That would be wonderful. Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, I agree with you. Fantastic Four films are the Joel Schumachers of it. Maybe he's saying because the original trilogy was good and the second trilogy was bad. Maybe that's the reason. Eh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There has not been a good Fantastic Four iteration ever. Uh, when Roger Corman is the best. Roger Corman. Roger yeah, Corman. we saw that. All right. Uh, stay tuned for next week when we compare them to M. Night Shyamalan. Hmm, ding dong. All right. Uh, from Meow God. Meow. Meow God. He says, uh, William must have done some cool maneuvers on his in-laws in Westworld to gain the holding of the company after shaming Logan in the season finale. How did that happen? I do not know. That's I think what's people, been bothering me about. It's like, uh, yeah, I think people missed the part where William shoved a feather up Logan's ass when he shoved, shoved him off on that horse. I missed and, that part. Yeah. I, I just it. made it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, the whole thing, I don't, unless he killed Logan... No, I, I think it probably could have been one of those tabloid things where, you know, gets shamed in the, you know, m- you know media back home. Hey, look, they, you uh, know, this is what this guy was doing on Westworld, and he ends up uh, naked on a horse with a feather shoved up his ass. I'd say, yeah, and Billy's the one that did it to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was good enough to shame him into going away. Or Logan got really scared because <laughs> you know William ended up being a really bad guy. Logan didn't look scared when he was sent off on the mm-hmm. horse, all naked and everything. I mean, did Logan say, didn't look scared. Didn't I say Logan? Yeah, I think you did. He said William. Uh, I meant. To well, say anyway, Logan. William sent him off. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they did say the second season is going to focus more on the guest experiences. I'm like. But the revolution's starting. We don't care about the guest yeah. experiences you mean anymore. The, the, the guests who were in the park when the revolution started? Maybe. Maybe. So, can I just get Samurai World? I just want Samurai World. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a spinoff down the road. I want Samurai World. Could be. Okay, what's next, Blake? Oh, yeah. yeah no, what this music means. It's hula hoop time. That's right. It's, yeah. it's Nick. Oh. Oh, right. Oh, speak me. 
He says, oh. follow up to my last question to Jeff. Bring it, big boy. He says, Jeff. Oh. What Ooh. is the meaning Ooh. of yeah. I'll still say 42. Okay. Okay. That's the meaning of wife. That's the meaning of wife. That's okay. the meaning of wife. It's 42. Life. It's 42. Okay. Are you talking chess size? Why not? Are you talking Jackie Robinson? Why not? Okay. Okay. Well, Nick Albright, I'm just saying out there, you're uh, our sexiest listener feedback. He's, so you're he's, going. He's Jeff's 2.54 fan. That's right. Uh, and I think you need to bring uh, some holiday question next week. Just saying. So. <laughs> Just saw what was on your phone with that music. Yeah. There, was that a naked woman rolling around in the sheets? It was Remy. No. Oh. No, I'm kidding. So mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever YouTube had up on the photo <laughs> cover. You porn? Yeah. <laughs> All right, next from uh, Randall Holder, RJ Hold 666. He's not evil. Just handled that yeah, way. He says, it's official. Jason is wrong. Wrong. Official. A three to one vote on Adam's family being better than the monsters. Yeah, wait a minute. It's actually I... three to two. Blake and I agree. Yeah, I was going to say, wait a minute. No, I didn't think I that was the actual vote. I don't want you doing the Trump hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Was he? Was Did the Russians have something to do with this? I think they did. Your vote didn't count, young man. Oh, I feel robbed. I don't think you were here. And I feel like your vote should count because you're wearing the Russian tracksuit. I'm going to go protest. I feel like you're... Down the hall. (laughs) Soapbox on the Canadian Podcast Network. (laughs) A Hobie production where Uh, we talk politics. Why are you giving me a baby pacifier? Don't worry about (laughs) it. Stop it. All right, also... Doug's big dev theme song is most impressive, he says. Don't don't say that, Randall. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't go to Doug's hand. Now, Doug, now Doug is going to make one for Randall Holt. Ooh. I want to know that one. That was probably Randy's uh, attempt. Uh, yeah. I've been manipulated. Just like the election again. Well played. Come uh, down the hall. So fast. Ah, professor number one and doctor number one says, I know what I'm getting Jason for Christmas. A Pittsburgh Steelers one-piece bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Hashtag model for me. Oh, yeah. Um, My thought is, aren't all men's bathing suits one-piece? Oh, no, it has the straps going up, and, you know, I am Peter Griffin, so it's okay. Well, you know what? They do have that easy entry for the back side. So, I'm securing myself. Or is he getting you a mankini? Ooh, I have one. But this is going to be Steelers. But a Pittsburgh Steelers mankini. Oh, okay. Okay. I would wear a Browns bathing suit, but it's just a paper bag. (laughs) Probably I should do that. It just looks like a giant turd. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's the Pittsburgh nerd nerd Sean Coon and those guys do. What do they wear? Uh, Further one-piece bathing Pittsburgh Steeler fucker suits. (laughs) Pittsburgh fucker suits. Yeah. <laughs> they wear those bumblebee jerseys. That's uh, their oh. uh, They look like the uh, hard hat guy from uh, from that um, uh, uh-huh. village yeah. people. Oh. <laughs> Young man. That's right. That's the only little I don't. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> Young man. YMCA. YMCA. Young man. All right. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, let's do some uh, draft day. 
What do we want? Draft day! Draft day, draft day, I want a draft day. Hopey, 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 hopey. Draft day, draft day, we need a draft day. Hopey, hopey, history got ideas, yeah! Draft day! What is draft day, Jeff? Draft day is when we take a suggestion, mm-hmm. uh, from usually from listeners, mm-hmm. sometimes from ourselves, mm-hmm. And we go ahead and recast via a draft mm-hmm. uh, some show or movie or superhero team or whatever, whatever it is. You, mm-hmm. you ask us to redraft, and we'll redraft them and try to put the best team forward for said uh, property. Back in the day, we used to have a lot of segments on our show. Uh, we've kind of dwindled them down. We do bring them back once in a while. Uh, we're still we still got Riddle Me This coming up. In a couple weeks, uh, we're riddle me uh, the Game of Thrones cast with WWE wrestlers. Ooh! So just to let you know. So we gotta get thinking on that one. Huh? Yeah, about a month. Uh, <laughs> and also, just to let you know, at the beginning of January or middle of January, we got the Stick Figure podcast coming on our show, Passerby pa- podcast. Stick figures with funny hats. Yes, Matthew is coming on our show. So Yay. get your Lori Petty and Point Break uh, questions ready. For That's us. right. Give <laughs> me some excellent time. So this week from Randall Holt. This one's been in the chamber since last Christmas. Uh, so we're, <laughs> we're just doing... not getting around to it. That's right. Perfect timing. Uh, he wanted it Miracle on 34th Street. He wants us to the draft a new cast. When a nice old man who claims to be Santa Claus is institutionalized as, as insane. insane. In the insane membrane. In the membrane. There you Got go. Got no brain going insane. Insane in the membrane. A young lawyer decides to defend him by arguing in court that he is the real thing. Uh, let's see. Doris Walker, played by Maureen O'Hara. Macy's, the store, event director and disbeliever that this uh, fill-in Santa is cr- really Chris Kringle. Uh, Fred Gailey, played by John Payne, is Doris' attorney neighbor and defends Chris Kringle in court. Well, that's nice of him. You know, it's you can always tell that it's a 1940s movie or 50s movie is, oh yeah, the big protagonist and antagonist, oh, they're neighbors. That's so crazy. And a it, lawyer. Yes. And, and the major piece of evidence is mail. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's an envelope <laughs> with is. the address. Well, we had a good envelope today. Yeah, we did. Remy LaCroix. Yeah. Chris Kringle, played by Edmund uh, Edmund uh, Gwen. Edmund Gwen. The department store Santa that thinks he's the real deal. And Susan Walker, Doris's daughter, played by Natalie Wood. The only wood that doesn't float. I, yeah, uh, I completely <laughs> forgot that this was a young Natalie Wood. Yeah. A young Holy girl that moly. believes Chris Kringle is Santa. Santa. First off, does anyone like this movie? Yeah, it's all right. I've seen it. Okay. I... Was not a big fan. Not, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, I, if you're I've New York, I never actually was able to watch it all the way through. Yeah, so I agree. I, I think if you're New York and you're a big fan of Macy's, and mm-hmm. you know, if you're an East Coaster, New Englander, this is probably one of your top. This is one Richard uh, Randall Holt's uh, favorite Christmas movies. He said, "Yeah, so. classics." Mm-hmm. You know, better than it's, it's a wonderful life. Jeez, please. you know, a wonderful life is great. Which are battles. Which, which are our top five uh, next week? Top five overrated Christmas traditions: movies, uh, TVs, traditions, anything, just anything holiday. Anything actually. Christmas, anything or, holiday, or holiday related. Yes. yes. Okay. So, anyways, moving on. So, Jeff, yes. you go first. Oh, I get to go first. You'll go first. You never do. Yeah. Well, so he's got four slots to fill, four slots. and well, this is his first round pick. First round, you got to go for Santa, don't you, Chris Kringle? Eh. You got well with the number one pick overall. 
Okay. I gotta go for Chris Kringle. And I'm gonna take Willie. Billy Bob Thornton's character from Bad Santa. Mm. I had that on my list. Interesting. So I'm gonna scratch that out. He's interesting. So, yeah, I was so, Pez, I that's right. Jason's uh, draft room just got a little discombobulated. It's okay. The, the, there was a little stir over there in the, right. the burger draft room. All right, so yeah, all right. That's an interesting pick, yes. Well, mm-hmm. just because I want to, I'm going to go next. I'm going to take the next Chris Kringle. Okay. I'm going to take Richard Attenborough, who was oh. in Jurassic Park. He's Richard Hammond. Mm-hmm. So Famous director. Yes. Actor. Uh, actor. He just passed away. I'm going with him as my Chris Kringle. He's got the look. Right. I'll give you that. Okay, next. All right, you know what? Uh, there is a run on Chris Kringle's here. Uh-huh. You don't have to go now because uh, you'll be fine. Well, I am going to, you know, because you know what? You're right. It is first round, and you mm-hmm. got to get your heavy hitter. It's okay. got to be Chris Kringle. So, uh, you know, you have to build your cast around Chris Kringle, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm picking a cast here that I think is pretty important that mm-hmm. 2016 was a bitch to us this year. Mm-hmm. 2017 could be worse. So I'm, I'm putting together an all-star cast here. That's going to give their final performance. Oh, so all dead people. No. no oh, future dead. Future dead okay. people next Aren't year. Aren't we all? <laughs> no. We're all dying. I think day. who could do a better delivery of Chris Kringle? Mick and, Jagger. And uh, saying that he's Santa and he thinks he's the real deal. I'm especially hot off his performance in Westworld. I'm going with Anthony Hopkins. Ah, okay. Okay. That's right. Is it as a robot Santa or? No. Okay. I like it. Anthony Hopkins. Wow, sorry, Anthony. Playing Chris Kringle. Okay. That's right. So, backing that up, I got to go with the... Well, what do you think you're doing? Snake draft. We don't do snake draft. Snake draft. draft I get to go day. first in the second round. There's no snake, snake draft. draft. Snake draft. Snake draft. I'm first well, draft Browns in the second round. If the get to do a snake draft, then we'll do a snake draft. I'm doing it anyways. So, uh, for my Doris Walker... <laughs> I replace Marino Hara. No, it isn't. He's gotta be as he goes along. Gotta be Macy's event director, disbeliever mm-hmm. in her uh, award-winning performance mm-hmm. before she dies in 2017. Martha Stewart, Helen Mirren. Oh, okay. Okay. I would there give you, you props on that one, but you broke the rules of draft day, so I'm not. That's and right. you're killing off Helen Mirren on us. Wow. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Uh, I'm going with my uh, Fred Gailey, John Payne, the attorney. Uh, yes. Not John Payne, sorry. Right. Played by John Gaden. Fred Gale. Make your you want Dylan McDermott. He has Thank a clean you. look. In the oh. snake draft, you were going next. Going yes. back to... See? See, you did follow. Well, now you broke the rule, so I mean, I'm just going to follow. Snake you draft. broke the rule. We weren't going snake draft. draft. It's snake not draft. snake draft day. I think not. Snake draft. kind of fun. That's all right. You get the next two. <laughs> I'll take the next three if I want. There you go. Um, well, I think this... After Chris Kringle, the second most important is the little girl. Okay. So for my Susan Walker, I have to cast Hit Girl, the Clarets character from. Uh, oh, Clarets. Oh, yeah. Clarets. Clarets. Yep. Good call. Mm-hmm. Good call. Okay. Chloe good Grace one. Moretz. Yep. Good one. It'd be I better like. if she was playing Hit Girl as a little girl. But that's what I'm drafting. Oh, okay. Good call. Okay. Ooh, man, that's 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 powerful. Okay. So who are you going with next? That's, that's good. That's a good uh, pick. I like that one. That's what I'll go for my Doris Starting your Walker. third round. Third round. My Doris Snake Walker. draft. Snake draft. You're not even letting me draft. You're interrupting. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, wait. You know, you don't have to do the snake draft. We can start with me again for no, third we round. We can. You should have done an okay, auction. Okay, there you go. 
an auction, auction draft. <laughs> there you go. Uh, my Doris Walker, uh, the event director. Mm-hmm. I thought, who's the best event director ever? Judith Light? No, Julie oh. McCoy from The Love Boat. Oh, the love Lauren, character. How Music and laughter. That's not it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you turned the love boat into the Copacabana. At the love boat. <laughs> Music and laughter everywhere. Uh, for everybody below 50, look up the love boat. 40. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going next. I'm going uh, my Susan Walker. Which was your backup uh uh, Montalban from, uh, <laughs> from Fantasy Island. I did not have a backup. <laughs> I, I would have, had to have reached in the phone book to Ricardo back it Montalban. up if someone stole my Jolie McCoy. Okay, I'm going old school. Uh, I'm going uh, Mara Wilson, who was the girl in Mrs. Doubtfire. When you have to explain your draft pick, I think that was a good pick. That's she was good. That's mm-hmm. good She's, for Jeff and me. That's a good Matilda. <laughs> Okay, well, that's fine. Whatever you say. Oh, Matilda. Yeah. She's in the movie Matilda? I don't know. I think so. He just uh, made that shit up. <laughs> so, Snake Draft, I'm going again. My Doris Walker is Elizabeth Perkins. Uh, she's been in a lot of different films, and she has that's the your look of it. Round. Yeah, that's my fourth I round. I don't get my third round Oh, pick. I'm sorry. It's Snake Draft. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but there is no Snake Draft with you, because you're always in the middle. Oh. You're the Jason Sandwich. I'm the cream in the middle, you're baby. You're getting it from the front and the back, it's man. everywhere. Okay, so what's your fourth round pick? Third round pick. <laughs> and now you're going to hear my fourth round pick. Okay. <laughs> Third round pick. I'm going to get my Fred Gailey out of the way because mm-hmm. who else could be a great attorney neighbor in court and be very convincing and everybody will love? And will die next year. Yes. Denzel Washington. You're killing off Denzel? Yes. I'm sorry, Denzel. Oh, I don't mean man. to. But he's getting up there in age. I got to get him cast for this. And I think Denzel in the courtroom would be awesome. Matthew McConaughey would have been a good one, too. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Now picture Chris Kringle. Now we need him next with for a beard. True, new true detective. All right. As a black girl. My fourth no, no, round no. pick. As a white girl. Fourth round pick and final pick uh-huh. of my draft. Mm-hmm. I have to do this. You're killing off a young girl. A young girl okay. that believes Chris Kringle is Santa. Okay. Lindsay Lohan. Some said she's dead inside. <laughs> she's already dead. It's fine. Oh, God. I could just imagine Lindsay Lohan her sitting now? on Chris I'm Kringle's sorry, lap. Lindsay. Lindsay Lohan now? Yes. Playing now. Playing kinda, a little girl. I, I kind of believe that she thinks I that he's very disturbed he's of the scene yes. of her sitting on Chris Kringle's lap. Yeah. I mean, I think... It's kind of like the Remy LaCroix picture we got today. Exactly. That's okay. how I think that would go down. Well, I already picked my fourth round pick. Uh, what's there yours? You go. Uh, my fourth round pick I've got left, the uh, Fred Gailey, the attorney neighbor. I thought of the best attorney from television of mm-hmm. all time, Dan Fielding, John Larroquette's character from Night Court. Eh. Okay. Best TV lawyer ever. I like that. Okay. I think Jeff might have done a I, good I job. I think with this for one. once Jeff may have bested me. Ooh. I know we always best you, Jason. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if anybody could uh Man. F- figure out how uh the theme to my Ooh. my draft, let me know. There's a theme to it? Oh yeah. Uh so my pick <laughs> is Doris Walker's Elizabeth <laughs> is Perkins. It the theme that sucks? Shut up. The <laughs> suck theme? Shut up. This is my Jason suck draft. You know what? You don't even My mean... draft sucks, Jason. Snake draft. Elizabeth Snake Perkins. <laughs> sucks. Dylan McDermott. Sucks. Richard Arbaugh. Sucks. Mara, Mara Wilson. Sucks. Uh, what's your pick, Jeff? Hey, Jason, can you guess what my theme was? 
people who you think will be dead next year. No, it was Jason Sucks. Oh. Uh, like my, you anymore. My four, I've got uh, <laughs> Julie McCoy, Dan Fielding, Willie, and Hit Girl. What's your picks? <sighs> I do like your draft, Jeff. Ooh. I did have Billy Bob on my list. I like that. Go ahead. I got uh, Doris Walker by mm-hmm. uh, you know Helen Mirren. Mm-hmm. You know Fred Gailey, Denzel Washington, Chris mm-hmm. Kringle, Anthony Hopkins, and Susan Walker, Lindsay Lohan. I do have an all-star cast. By Randall the way, Randall Holt. You're the judge. You sent it in. Let us know who wins. Yeah. Please be me. Please be me. Please be me. I got it. It's time for another installment of the news of the geek. Hey. Spider-Man Homecoming homecoming, and War for the Planet of the Apes uh, trailers were released this week. Anybody see them? We had them on our Hopi Facebook page at Bad ideas. Bad ideas. I saw the Spider-Man one. History of bad ideas. Okay. It it looks good. I thought uh, Michael Keaton as mm-hmm. Vulture looked real good. I did got, too. It's got me intrigued. I like uh, Tom Howland in it. I think he did a good job. And I like when he went to uh, hug Tony Stark in the car, and he's like, "I'm not hugging you. I'm yeah, just getting I'm just the door. The door. Yeah, yeah, get the door for yeah, you." He was. He Tony was hugging him, but played it off. Yes. That's. I'm intrigued to see it. Uh, I put the international one up. Uh, the international uh, trailer up, which had a couple more scenes in it, oh. and actually showed our Iron Man flying through it. Uh, so so he's really all went all out getting Iron Man into the movie. Uh-huh. Well, if you're paying him twenty million, might as well. So <clears throat> I'm excited for it. And everybody was talking about the webbing under his arms, you know, like his wings. Oh, I thought that was cool. I love that. I like that. Bad about it? It was <clears throat> hit or miss, but you know how the internet is. Yeah. Uh, how dare you do something? Uh, Dude, uh, they've been doing that in the comics yeah, for years. I, I, I know. Sure. At least by the 80s, yeah. he's had that in his comic. Uh, and it makes sense that he'd have something to help glide while falling between buildings. I like Vulture's look on it. I, I like thought Vulture's he did. look. I thought Michael Keaton and the lines they showed him give like really kind of pulled it off. I really want to see Shocker. I can't wait for the Shocker. I really can't. The Shocker. Not the Shocker sexual move. Oh, I'm talking. Shocker. <laughs> uh 69 Man is going to be awesome, too. <laughs> so, I'm excited about that. Did anybody see War for the Planet of the Apes? I did not see that Why? one. Why? I like the first one, the no. remake. Second one was, eh. No. This one I'm intrigued by. Woody Harrelson is your future, is your only hope for uh, humanity. God, if he wrote... can't solve it from 2012, 2012 I'm sure doomed. he'll solve it here. We're doomed. So, yeah, he, uh, he just fights them with hemp. That's all he does. So, I, I'm going to put it this way. I haven't seen a Planet of the Apes movie that I actually liked. Did you so. see the first one that they remade? Damn Dirty Part Apes! Of it. I liked it. I just was never a fan of, or of the even of the concept of Planet of the Apes. It just didn't do it for me. I'm impressed by the uh, CGI in it. It's pretty impressive, motion capture and now everything. the question is, 20 years from now, how will it look? I think it will look decent. Okay, you won't go back and say, oh, sure. we thought this was good? Uh, I don't think so, but then I also thought X-Men, the original one, looked really good at the time, and I was like, oh, this still looks good, and then you see it again, and you're like, ugh. Like. <laughs> didn't, didn't I see in, in this trailer, there's a, like a sign in the background that they had, something like Harambe Lives? Are you serious? That would be awesome if it is. I'm joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> Caesar gives power to Harambe. That's right. Uh, let's see here. The pilot episode of Powerless uh, was screened to a mixed but mostly positive response at this year's San Diego Comic Con. We talked about it. It was about insurance adjusters living in a DC universe, official DC universe on NBC. Yeah. And they would be taking care of the claims that come in. 
from the damage claims. Probably damage claims. And one of the claims <laughs> re- uh, adjusters might have been a Green Lantern, <clears throat> a ver- a Green Lantern Corps member. In the thing, a uh, former but, Green Lantern Corps member. We like don't know. He got stripped. Of- you don't know. <laughs> but it sounds like NBC has made some major changes. That's what I hear. While the events, of, this was online today, this week. While the events of their workplace comedy were originally set in an insurance company, Batman News reveals the network has made a big change. Uh, the newly released official synopsis says, "In a world where humanity must cope." With collateral damage of superheroes. In a world where humanity must cope with the collateral damage. Of superheroes and supervillains. There you go. Emily Locke. Vanessa uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Begins her day as director of research and development for Wayne Security. A subsidiary of Wayne Enterprises that specializes in products that make defenseless bystanders feel a little safer. Uh, Full of confidence and big ideas. Emily quickly learns that her expectations far exceed those of her new boss, Alan Tudyk, and office mate. So it will be up to her to lead the team toward their full potential and the realization that you don't need superpowers to be a hero. Eh, Sounds terrible. (laughs) You know what this is? It's NBC. Yes. It's NBC. Yeah. Post-2016 election. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this is a whole metaphor for creating safe spaces for everybody. It actually does, kind of. <laughs> I can see that. They're no longer powerless at bystanders. I thought insurance claims would actually do well. Like, you could change it up every week and it would be funny. No. It's NBC. <sighs> so, basically, they had to reshoot the whole first episode from scratch now. Uh, NBC. Nothing I didn't but think commies. The first, I didn't think the teaser trailer, the seven minutes, uh, you know, trailer that you showed was really that great. Oh, you uh, saw it? Yeah, it wasn't that great. I was kind of disappointed in it. Now, I really just don't care. So, sorry. Yeah. Really? I thought, I thought a new uh, new floppy winner and comic book show was going to... Well, it still probably wins. <laughs> but I'm, not, I'm just saying I'm not looking forward to it. So, yes. uh, there's your light news of the geek. Uh, again, if you have questions for... No quickies? No, no quickies this week. Uh, if you guys have any questions for next week's episode, send them in by uh, Friday of this week or Saturday. We're going to be doing a roundtable with a lot of different guests. And uh, it'll be a regular episode, but a lot of people will be on. It'll be great. It's our Christ- uh, holiday episode one, so send some holiday questions at Bad Ideas Podcast on Twitter and at the History of Bad Ideas on Facebook. Thank you. Hello, Hobie listeners. We are you doing next September 22nd through the 24th, 2017? Jason, that's a year away. Well, sure it is. But you know what? It's never too early to plan for the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Last year we had Stan Lee, we had John Barrowman, and even Teddy Sears. Zip! He was fast. That's September 22nd through the 24th at the Duke Energy Convention Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Check the Cincinnati Comic Expo Facebook page out for all the news, or you can listen to Hobie and we'll be updating it as they release the new guest. Again, Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 22nd through the 24th. Make your plans now. Are you tired of wasted Friday nights, clubbing with friends and hot chicks like me? Yeah, I am. Yeah, well you would be because you go out all the time clubbing. I'm not allowed to go to the club. This is true. Are you sick of fun conversations at the bar with hunky bartenders? Uh, no, not really, because I'm a dude. You know what, I am sick of it because they always try to pick me up for some reason, Johnny. Sounds like you need to spend an evening in the park, drinking with Neil and Johnny. I love drinking in the park with you, Johnny, even though 
you're the one that does most of the drinking or all of it. Dude, thanks for buying the rounds. I mean, you know, it's, it's really good. You're, you're a good friend. You're my best friend. No, no, no. We're, we're good. We're friends. We're good friends. Best friends. like acquaintances. Really. You're my best friend. Is the liquor store still open? Because maybe we should do another, another run. Anything for my best friend. Thanks, friend. Best friend. Thanks, friend. Join Neil and Johnny every Friday night as they talk about stuff while drinking in the park. Listen on neilandjohnny.com, droidscanada.com, and on the Tangent Bound Podcast Network. Bananas. It's time for Box Office Bombs. Why, thank you, Marty. We will go and talk about the box office that, well, nothing really bombed. Did nothing it? bombed. Nothing new bombed this week. There were the bombs from previous weeks, and they were some pretty big ones, but we're done talking about those. Yes. We'll just go right into our top five. I Moana, like number one, another $19 million, total of 145 on a $150 million budget. It's up to 250 or 280 uh, total. Internationally, Moana, Moana. Sorry, is that how a song from the one movie of the songs goes? is? Yeah. Okay. I got the soundtrack. Already, wow. As for kids, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I like. I'm a sucker it. for good cartoon musicals. Uh, Office Christmas Party, which Blake thinks looks funny, is made seventeen and a half million in its opening week, uh, weekend, on a budget of forty five million dollars. Uh, they did say that it was expected to be between twelve and fifteen million, so they were ecstatic that it was above it. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is up another eleven million dollars, total of just under two hundred million, on a budget of shortly below that one hundred eighty million. Uh, number four, The Arrival. What was that movie about? Uh, that's a chick flick that just happens to have aliens in it. Oh, okay. Uh, made another six million. Total of eighty-one and a half million on a forty-seven million dollar budget. That's Amy Adams is up for a Golden Globe. I thought of Blake immediately. Of course. It's a chick flick. There's a <laughs> lot of guys that got suckered into that, including myself. Dev says you are wrong. Anyways. Dev is wrong. <sighs> Sorry, Dev. And Doctor Strange made $5 million, Ooh. a total of $222.5 million on a budget of $165 million. So Doctor Strange still plugging along. Still trickling in. Go Benedict. Yes, I do like Doctor Strange. I'm glad. What comes up this week? Hmm. What's coming out? Oh, well, Rogue One. Colon. A Star, Star Wars, Wars story. story. I got my tickets. Early reviews. Got my tickets. I'm Early ecstatic. Reviews. What, what are they saying? Awesome. I've heard a really good movie, some flaws, but overall really good. Just yeah. discussing this, uh, I, I think I'm more excited about Rogue One than I was about Episode 7, Force Awakens. I think I might be getting there. I haven't. I stopped watching the trailers, which I've been doing for a lot of the movies in the last two years or so. After I see the first two trailers, like the big ones, I'm done. Even TV spots I don't watch. Like I've been trying to do it. I'm actually taking my son, my oldest son to it. And uh, we're pretty I hope excited. Not the youngest, he's only six months. I just to piss off everyone else in the crowd. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to see it though, and uh, I think he is too. He's been talking about it, so uh, it looks a little bit darker, but that's okay. And I'm excited about the beach fight scene with the at at. Uh, and you know what? They well, it's pretty cool that they're doing a beach tropical scene mm-hmm. when they did the Hoth. 
you know, frozen scene. Yes. You know, I'm kind of disappointed the stormtroopers aren't running around in like little modified shorts <laughs> with cock pieces. Just <laughs> you know. The stuff from Moana, the Hawaiian, yeah. the, I mean, the Polynesian yeah. uh, dress Yeah. I like oh, the I'm little... disappointed. I didn't see any of that running around. <laughs> but they still have the helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I'm excited. Cool. And, and, and you know what? As true to episode four, mm-hmm. which Princess Leah says, you know, a lot of good, what's the name of them? A lot of uh, good Banthos. Banthos? No. Of course, they're not Banthas anymore. You mean episode six? Yes, episode when six. Mon Mothma said, yes. or Mon Manny Bothans. Bothans. Banthas are the things yeah. from the same thing. Banthas are, yeah, that's right. <laughs> a lot of Banthas died. <laughs> <laughs> because they can't exist in space. Because they can't exist in tropical <laughs> we have climates. The desert. We took a lot of Banthas to the tropical <laughs> climates to fight the stormtroopers, they but they all died. They wouldn't be good spies when they're two yeah. to- two, two stories high. Yeah. Uh, and and when they're not the smart. the Banthas would survive because they're from the desert planet, aren't they? That is true. They are from Tatooine. They're from Tatooine, so they would survive in yeah. the beaches. Tropical? Unless it's too wet no. for them. Speaking of go. Star Wars, they, they can't swim. They don't need to swim if they All stand right. on the beach. Yeah, in the water. Has that Oregon Trail taught you anything? They're kind of like oxen. You better oh. cock that wagon pretty well across the river, otherwise they're drowning. They're not going to last. Yeah, yeah you know, they, get, they get exposed to all those, uh, you know, diseases and parasites. They're not. Their bodies aren't built for that. We're giving them blankets. What, yeah. what? Just to let you know, there aren't going to be many Bothans in this film because that was the second Death Star they died getting the plans oh. to. Okay. But that, they all better die. That's all I got to say. It, it should be a sad ending. They said there will be no sequel to it. And then somebody online was a jackass. There and made, was a sequel. They made a sequel poster to it, and it was Star Wars Episode yeah. Four. Yeah. <laughs> I do hope. And did you see that meme that talks about this is actually a sequel to yeah. the prequels, which were sequels to the originals, <laughs> but were actually sequels to the prequels? <laughs> And it has nothing to do with the new sequels. It has nothing to do. Yeah, exactly. It has nothing to do with the new sequels to the new. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, supposedly, from I learned this from listening to the three six five chaps, uh, flicks chaps. Uh, they said that the new trilogy will be the last trilogy. Then they're going to do a lot of standalone films. I'm fine with that. And they said uh, that it will be the last trilogy, last films with the Skywalker family too. I'm really fine with that. I am too. We don't need all to be related. Until, I don't need talking I, about at least multiple movies of young Han Solo and stuff. Yeah, like a that. trilogy of Han Solo. We don't yeah. need that. Uh, we don't need that at all. I, I don't need everybody in fucking Star Wars to be related. I don't need Finn to be La- Lando's kid. I don't need that. Just because there's two African Americans in the whole galaxy, they don't need to be related. <laughs> it doesn't mean they're related. Yes, let's not put them related, okay? Uh, uh, weren't they speculating that he might be Han's son? Yes, with his first wife from the comic books. Yeah. That's fine, but I don't... I don't Do they care. all need to be related? No one needs to be related. It's a Does fucking inbred. Does Ray need to be the reincarnation of Anakin Skywalker, which is actually Luke's father? It's going to happen. Please I, no. I, I heard it won't happen. Did we talk about I heard this some before. Some of the stuff that Are happens in this film might actually show, give you an insight to Ray's lineage. I hope so. All I'm saying. Well, I kind of hope not because that means it's related to the. Actually, I would be fine <laughs> if you didn't know anything about Ray. I'm fine with that. I'm fine, yeah, if she had... I don't need everybody relate. I don't need it to be Star Wars colon an Alabama story, okay? I don't need an incest angle here. I don't need that. 
Okay, that's all I'm saying. I don't need it, people. Oh, uh, you know, they had Luke and Leia kissing a new uh, hope. Uh, but George Lucas had a trilogy in mind from yeah. the beginning. Sure. sure. I did. Whatever. I really did, guys. Will you listen to me? I had it. I had the whole idea. Okay, Jar Jar. Don't go. listen. He's horny. Uh, Jar Jar, no, you're not. All right, so, so real quick. It, it, you got the young... You know, Han Solo. Mm-hmm. What else do you do? What else do you do? Boba Fett. Boba? You we know, know how he ends. I No, he come, crawls out of it, supposedly. Sure. In the comics, he did. Yeah. I would actually like to see <laughs> Boba Fett and Han Solo, like, as a buddy. Not a comedy, but, like, as a buddy. They had I to heard s- they did that in, they, in a comic book or in a... They, in a there was a rumors like the of odd a couple. <laughs> there was rumors of a book like that. And I never heard if it ever came out of that. I thought that would be kind of fun. Where, like, Han, like, wore Boba's armor. Oh, God, don't do that. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, There was an original idea. I was, uh, like, some early drafts of Lucas's that Boba Fett was actually going to be Darth Vader's brother. I heard that, yeah. It's like, no, stop fucking being related. Stop it. I don't need it. All right, so other than Boba Fett. What else? I mean, what else could they draw on that's in there? I don't know. Uh, I, personally, I would go back to the Knights of the Old Republic and have billions of Jedi, billions of Seth, or Seth, Seth, Seth. billions of Seth, Seth Greens, Seth Greens, <laughs> Bill, like uh, hundreds of each fighting each other and like a nice little story in itself. A that war takes, movie. It takes place a thousand years before these movies. Sure. You don't need any connection. You, you, you make it kind of like. Sith versus Jedi in a World War One type and setting where they're doing trench warfare. <laughs> that would be cool. I'm moving this dirt at you. So am I! I'm moving it back! <laughs> I, I, I get, I'm not saying that everything that Cloverfield is doing with their universe is great, but I like that it's taking place. Like, there's little pockets. Like, this is going to be in the Cloverfield universe. They're not connected, only except that it's in the whole universe. I like that. Do that with Star Wars. You can do standalone movies with that. Do a whole fucking standalone movie with the X-Wing uh, pilots from the X-Wing. Wedge, Wedge Antilles. There you yeah. go, Wedge. Wedge Antilles you know, story. I think you need to move away from the original trilogy. The Wedge yeah. Antilles you story. You need to move away from those characters. Sit. I mean, I know they're in every pop culture. You need culture. a Porkins movie. Find out how Porkins got to be on the Rebellion. How he got to be fat? He went to Frisch's. <laughs> <laughs> he went to Golden Crow and he kicked him out. I can barely fit in this thing. <laughs> Fucking X-Wing. Make it a Y-Wing so I can fit in. We're, we're short of pilots. We have to waive the height and weight requirement. <laughs> Not the height, just the weight. <laughs> I'm five foot two. Shut up. <laughs> On my license, it says five four. <laughs> Shut up. It also says corrective lenses. You can't fly. <laughs> you can't fly. <laughs> if you gave Randy Quaid a uh, plane, I can do it too. <laughs> Sorry, connecting that one. Yeah, don't ever connect that. <laughs> or Lando. <laughs> running the Cloud City days. Damn affirmative action. You yeah. fucking gave it to him. You gave it to the only black guy in the, in the universe. These union. These damn Cloud City union folk. You told me that's not bullshit. Come on. All right, if you guys aren't careful, the Empire's going to come in here and take this operation over. And then you will lose everything we've worked for up to this point. Because you know the Empire screws everything up. (laughs) 
They'll bring their OSHA along with them. You know, or, you know, they'll have, they'll, they'll have, they'll, they'll have the architects who's working on the Death Star and this guy's going to be pitching it to his wife. No, you understand? There's got to be a vent. And this vent has to let out all this energy. And she's like, I still think that's a bad idea. You don't know shit. I went to four years of the Fleet Academy. <laughs> four years of space architecture school. And I tell you, this Death Star thing with the vent's going to work. It's the size of a small moon. It needs to vent somewhere. It's too hot. <laughs> and really, no. who's going to ever find that vent? Nobody's going to. We'll tuck it behind some turrets. Or you know what? I, I still love the Rosencrantz Gilded Stern spin. There should be like two Union guys on the Death Star while it's under attack from the Rebels. Like, hey, we gotta get out of here. And in the background, you know, Ben, Co- ben Kenobi's running across the platform. You know, Darth Vader, they're fighting. You <laughs> they're like, to, we gotta get the hell out of here. You need to watch, uh, it was on the Geek and Sundry uh, 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 website, the, the Space Janitors. The Space Janitors? They're, they're, pretty much it's the janitors on the Death Star yeah. from their perspective. <laughs> and how no one notices the janitors. Yeah. They're the one or, that puts down a mop and all of a sudden they like, realize he's there type it thing. It would be like, why is there a monster in the garbage pit? <laughs> We've lost six janitors already. Why in the, who in the hell put a monster in the garbage pit? Porkins, we would love you to fly the X-Wing. OSHA says you're not allowed being on the ladder that high because of your weight. I am sorry. Didn't I tell you to kill that monster in the garbage pit last week? I'm sorry, sir. Uh, there was some uh, uh, electrical shark. Uh, How many st- space janitors have we lost when they're dumping trash off in that garbage pit and that thing sucks them up? The Emperor said I had to remove the burned furniture from his shocks, okay? I'm sorry. No excuses anymore. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry sir. I'm hey, sorry. we got this new ship that came in from the trash. Tractor beam, go clean the shit out of that and don't miss any life forms on it. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> well, I go back to episode four. Hey, another escape pod just launched. Ready to shoot it? No, there's no life forms on it. Just let it go. <laughs> but sir, I could use target practice. No, 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 no. Don't shoot it. I said let it go. It's not even like they're using bullets. Yeah, it's not like, oh, we need to save ammunition. Yeah. You know, a laser uh, costs us Hey, no do you strategy. know how much Empire Starbucks this costs every time we launch one of these lasers? <laughs> Our electric bill is high. And if Mrs. Vader sees how that bill one more time. How do we paid for the Death Star? We've got a freaking nuclear core that's being vetted. Come on! <laughs> I mean, maybe if we didn't have vents on the Death Star, we'd have to worry about that. <laughs> uh, back to your original question. They, <laughs> yeah. They're also saying an Obi-Wan Kenobi trilogy. Uh, yeah, I could go. Actually, Ewan McGregor wants to do it. I know, but I don't... I could let him do it. That's uh, fine with me. The question he's is... About, he's about the right age, too. The, the biggest question is the yeah, Obi-Wan is. trilogy would be him watching Luke from a distance on Tatooine. Uh, sir, there's uh, this uh, <laughs> restraining order by the by yeah. Lars. Yeah, Uncle <laughs> yeah. would just say, "Get out of here! We don't want your kind mm-hmm. here anymore." My kind, Jedi. <laughs> uh, maybe you're an anti-Jedi. Maybe a Jimmy Smith's comedy about raising Princess Leia. There you on go. Coruscant. You see, Jimmy Smith is in the. Sorry, all around. Uh, Jimmy Smith is in the new uh, movie, though. Oh, really? Next uh, episode eight. Yeah. Awesome. I don't know if that's awesome. Actually, you know, you think about it, you're Luke. Oh, not episode eight. Um, If you're Luke, this one, Rogue One, Rogue One. one. So he won't be in episode eight. He 
pretty much sure he died on Alderaan. He's on Rogue One. <laughs> in Rogue you know, One. Luke got the shit end of that deal. I mean, Leia Hell gets yeah, to go live in the lap of luxury, and he's, 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 he's stuck on a on farm in the shittiest He's got blue milk. Yes, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's got handmaidens. She's got people that make food for her, make her bed. Daily spankings every know. day. Exactly. I, who wants a spanking? Luke got screwed. The oral sex. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, move on. What else comes out this weekend? Uh, I don't know. I forgot where we were. <laughs> Does it matter now? Uh, uh, something called Collateral Beauty. Oh my God! Can somebody fucking tell me? And no, I don't even it's care. To feel what this good is about. about yourself, movie. Yeah, it's about something. I don't know. It's and, uh, Will Smith's son dies, and that like he goes through and meets death and love and all the James the, Smith. Well, in real life, we can't be that lucky, but oh, I'm talking... Well, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say it. Uh, anyways, <laughs> we in the movie... We death upon him. You should put him in your uh, Miracle on 34th. Well, his, anyways. well, his movie career is dead. So. Yes, true. really thought the new one. But yeah, anyway, I don't care. And I'm already bored by my sorry. own synopsis of collateral <laughs> beauty. Another, another reason why children really shouldn't be in movies. That That's right. Or... And Manchester by the Sea is expanding to multiple uh, I have no theaters. idea what the fuck this movie is. I thought this was, again, the one, <laughs> the guy that played Magneto Fassbender, about adopting the kid that uh, washes ashore on the lighthouse island. No, that's That was not. a long time yeah, ago. No, uh, that, that, I, thought, I was like, is I, it really just expanding? Uh, I thought this was like a New Order goes to the beach. Oh. Something like that. Hulk Hogan? No. New, so New so you're saying we order. need to look this up? Obviously, no, really that so. Manchester music reference this went right over cell. his head. I like Manchester but 365 Foot's got it. <laughs> Maybe. Here we go. Uh, it's a drama. Yeah, I'm dullard. Lee Chandler is a brooding, irritable loner who works as a handyman for a Boston apartment block. Yeah, One damp winter day, he gets a call summoning him to his hometown north of the city. His brother's heart has given out suddenly, and he's been named guardian. Oh, look at oh, this Oh, it's one. Casey Affleck. And he's been named guardian to his 16-year-old nephew. Okay. Yeah. Got good reviews. I don't care. Anyways, moving on. It's not Star Wars, so we're not going to be watching it this week. <laughs> yeah. Bad uh, time to come out. How funny would that be if that could hit number <clears throat> one and Rogue did not? <laughs> uh, this week, Manchester <clears throat> by the Sea made eight hundred eighty-five million. Uh, buy sell this Rupees. week. <laughs> Jason Bateman. Yeah, sell. I like me some Jason Bateman. Mm. Bateman, I'll, I'll buy him. I'll sell. Uh, Jason Bateman probably isn't too expensive, and I think he's got a string. I think he could go a long term, so a long term investment I would buy. So. I, I think he'll. I think Jason Bateman will be uh, productive till he's on Blake's list of he's going to die next year. Okay. Yeah. in yeah. his eighties. So yeah. I, I'll, I'll I'll buy Jason Bateman. Uh, T.J. Miller. Sell. I can't Sell. stand this guy. Can't stand his comedy. Except for the fact that he's going to be in the next uh, Deadpool. <clears throat> I don't think. And he's in Big Hero Six, the sequel, because he he was decent in that. But yeah. As a so, voice. so he's going to be. I wouldn't sell him just yet. I would. I go, think he's got a little bit ahead of him. I can't stand him. I'm doing personal things. I, I'm selling. But he's, I think he's going to. The floor will drop out soon, so you don't the, wait too long yeah, to sell. Yeah, or you can just go ahead and unload him now. So I, I think his <laughs> weird. You know, uh, shtick he did on the late night with sticking the paperclip through his ear with all that blood all over the place. Might not have helped. Good. I didn't see that. You don't so. want uh, to. He's not. It, it, it's, his stand-up comedy is like, I'm the smartest person in the room. You will listen to my political and religious beliefs, blah, blah, blah. And in the meantime, I'm going to stick okay. this paper, this, uh, yeah. Yeah, this uh, clip 
through my If you my don't ear. get my jokes, it's because you're not on the same level as me. Okay, I don't care about uh, TJ. All that blood. Yeah. Ooh. That, yeah, that was a lot of blood. But, yeah. you know. Olivia Mon. Bye. Yeah. I don't care what she's in. Uh, you know, Mom, she's the reason were... Aaron Rodgers suffered a setback. Yeah. I'll, I'll take <laughs> that setback that if I was Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, exactly. All Apparently, that extra time. Did anyone hear the, the stories how Aaron Rodgers is uh, estranged from his parents and his family? Yeah. He has nothing to do yeah. with them, and it pretty much all happened when yeah. he started dating yeah, Olivia, Olivia Munn. Munn. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like poison to me. I really mm-hmm. don't care. Olivia Munn might be poison. Crazy ones are the best. That's right. And she was... Well, she wasn't necessarily disappointing, but the new X-Men movie she was in, her whole part was disappointing. I know. I just used to watch a lot of G4 when she was hosting. Mm, Attack of the show. Attack of the show. That's right. Next. Well, I know Jason's answer to this one. Jennifer Aniston. What am I going to say? You're going to say Sal. She's annoying. I know you dislike her with every fiber of your being. So it's good they play brother and sister in this new movie? Sure. I can always... Buy me some more Jennifer Aniston. Okay. I probably would sell Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. I think she still has some several years to go. I, okay. I think she has a hard time finding good movies to be in. Or men. Or men to be with. <laughs> now Justin Theroux is going to dump her. When is she ever going to yeah. get her love? <laughs> when is she going to come on the show? <laughs> So our top five for those listeners from last week, uh, Jeff and I did top five uh, TV comedies of the last five years. Uh, Blake thought it was TV. Uh, Blake just thought it was top five comedians of the last <laughs> five years. So Blake had a different one than us, which actually after a hundred and something episodes actually surprised me. This was the first one that did that. Uh, first time <laughs> it happened with Blake. <laughs> so moving on this week, we're Jeff and I are doing the top five comedians of the last five years. Yeah. Blake's doing the top five TV comedies. Yeah. So I really hope my show, I do not take anything off your list here, Blake. I don't think so. Blake, what's your number five for TV comedies? Um, My number five for TV comedies, Mm -hmm. I had to, uh, I hobied it. Okay. I have two of them. They're a tie. I couldn't choose which one. Okay. That was more hilarious than the other. Mm -hmm. But uh, it was really basically uh, a 2016 show. Both of them are actually 2016 shows. And uh, the first one was the uh, Democratic National <laughs> Primary. And uh, I was tied with the Republican National Convention. It's my number one. Trump and Hillary Clinton <laughs> were my comedians of the year. <laughs> I mean, what could be more funnier than what we just went through in the primaries? I want to build a wall. Really? You're going to build a wall? No. I never said that. I, 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 <laughs> I never said that. I don't know if I should say this for fear of ruining your future one, but the debates didn't make it in there too, or are they coming up? Those are lumped together. Oh, okay. Yeah, all, it's, all it's kind the, of like all lumped together. Oh yeah, shit, exactly. <laughs> you know, you know the, the the whole outside forces meddling with the uh, Democratic national primary, and then the Democrats complaining about people <laughs> messing with the national election. <laughs> Uh, and then Republicans just going off the fucking cuckoo nest <laughs> plantation. Uh, my number two was actually Gary Johnson. What's Aleppo? Yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They, they could have got so much momentum going if he didn't screw up. Oh, but now you know why he he's a third party candidate. He went from 12% yeah, exactly. down to 5%. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, down the hall. Soapbox oh, on uh, oh, Canadian I, Podcast. I, yeah. Okay, moving on. Yeah, uh, moving my on. number five was uh, Hobie Dit. 
Well, that hope we ain't mine. Okay. Uh, it was a political thing. Uh, John Oliver and Craig Ferguson. Okay. Craig Ferguson, I love. I really do love uh, Craig, Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson's fucking funny. And I he love is. him. He's not completely political, but he is no, hilarious. He's just really funny. And I was watching uh, BuzzFeed, I think, had their top 10 lip sync uh, intros from the Craig Ferguson show, his talk uh-huh. show. Yeah. I missed that show. It was so it good. Was good. So good. You know, that's why I put uh, the, the, the game show. show that I put on yeah. last week, because mm-hmm. pretty much it's because of Craig Ferguson. He is hilarious. Now, granted, I didn't put him on my list this week, because he's kind of on my list last week, and I went with more use, most of mm. them younger, more contemporary. So I went with the uh, UK yeah. uh, conglomerate oh, here. yeah, there you go. Uh, it's kind of like the Kevin Chris conglomerate. So. Kind of. Uh, yeah. yeah but, is that John but the good thing is John Oliver and Craig Ferguson actually are both funny. Anyways. Yeah, but, uh, but Oliver's more preachy on he, stuff. He's a little too preachy. He is a little preachy. He's a little too preachy. But it gets people talking, which is nice. But he does. He is funny when he can be. True. Uh, what's your number five, Jeff? Oh, my number five, I hope he did. Okay. Uh, I got a tie uh, between uh, Zach Galifianakis hmm? and Pete Holmes. Oh, okay. Pete, oh, I forgot about Pete Holmes. Pete his Holmes. X-Men stuff was funny. Mainly, yeah, because that and his Batman. <laughs> when he was firing the X-Men? Yes. He was Professor X. I mean, pretty much the, those skits he did on the Pete Holmes show <clears throat> I thought were hilarious. Wolverine, uh, we're going to have to fire you. But, but, but why? I, I, I'm the best fighter you got on the team. What are you made of? Well, well yeah, I got aluminium claws. You know, they're metal. Uh-huh. Uh, what's your uh, number one bad guy? Well, Magneto. And what's his power? He controls metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? I, I got a motorcycle. <laughs> What's that made of? Tubes. <laughs> and that was an actual tubes. Tubes. <laughs> tubes. What's it made of? Uh, tubes. I can grow this uh, <laughs> hipster beard. <laughs> and then when he fires Gambit, if yeah. I'm in a, if we ever fight Magneto in a Hallmark, I'll get I'll get in contact with you. Really? No. no. <laughs> Good one, Jeff. What's your number four? Uh, yeah, and oh, Galifian I liked his between two ferns. two ferns, especially when he had Bieber on. Yes. Normally, I hate it when people bring Bieber on because you have to watch Bieber. But I think Bieber was trying to be play along, but I, I he think... was trying, but I think he kind of got surprised by a couple of yes. the questions. Uh, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is Anthony Jeselnik. That's my number three. Ah, I love his dry sense, and he just mm-hmm. doesn't and, give oh, a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. He no. he. he Pretty much, I, I first noticed him during the uh, Roast. the roasts, and then he got his own show on Comedy mm-hmm. Central a couple of years ago, and yeah, he just doesn't give a fuck. He is awesome. <laughs> yeah. He is my number three. Didn't he have like his uh, TV shows, like uh, who tries to piss everybody off or yes. something? Yeah, yeah the Jeselnik offensive. Yeah, Jeselnik offensive. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, my number four is Amy Schumer. I like her a lot. Uh, I feel like in the last year she's been overexposed, and she I don't has. think that's her fault. Oh, but no, when you, she, you, you, when you got when the iron's hot, you know. especially for comedians, you try to get got to strike it. I don't need her in Old yeah. Navy commercials. It's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, what about I, the Bud Light commercials with Seth Rogen? Wasn't that her in this? Oh yeah, I tried to avoid everything Seth Rogen. <laughs> uh, John Oliver, I really so love you're saying I shouldn't say my number three is Seth Rogen. I know better. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Amy Schumer is. I did more stand-up comedians, obviously. That's, yeah, and, uh, so I'm, I do like Amy Schumer. I like her stand-up. She's yeah. her specials are funny. It's just I I think I'm getting overexposed to her. And again, it's not anything against her. It's just she, that's why she's not higher on my list. Uh, you know, at certain points in times, I really find her sexy. Oh, she's very sexy. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, what's your she's number? sexy when she's laying in bed with a naked John Cena. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Go ahead. What's your number four, Blake? Uh, my number four... Um, John Cena sexy. I had to, yeah, John Cena sexy. No, I had to follow up uh, number five with uh, 2016 presidential election. <laughs> because we're either in for a hilarious four years or a true tragic comedy. But we still want to thank our Supreme uh, <laughs> Overlord. Supreme Overlord. This was a compliment. Go back Over, to our Supreme uh, Overlord. Go back to our election list. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's a top list. It's a top list. I should have been number one. <laughs> We're going to get a tweet. Hobie, you're fired. <laughs> These guys are fucking professional amateurs. We don't listen to them. <laughs> There's everything they say so one-sided. It's not fair. Uh, we hate everyone equally. <laughs> <laughs> they make Alec Baldwin look funny. <laughs> they killed Alan Thick. <laughs> Whoa. Now it just got too harsh. Personally responsible for the death of Helen Mirren. <laughs> And Lindsay Lohan. Did you hear Helen Mirren died? <laughs> According to Hobie. Uh, what's your number three, Blake? <laughs> number three. Number three. I had a... I was pleasantly surprised by the uh, Showtime series Dice. Oh, yeah. You oh, talked about Andrew Dice Clay. Clay Dice Clay. Yes. It was actually pretty funny. It's a, you know, older, retired Dice in Vegas mm-hmm. being himself and running into problems. You talked about that. Yeah, I, I, it's pretty funny. Go Today back. Today you're kind of actually looking like Andrew yeah. Dice Clay with your <laughs> tracksuit and you're kind of boring about you. <laughs> did you just turn into my six-month-old? I'm no. not sure what you just did there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm the bad impressionist. Andrew Dice Clay, Andrew Dice but you Clay. don't understand the words he's saying. I get it. Which normally you don't understand the words he's saying. Oh. Hey. Hey. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was that, was that EMF song that... Use the what the dice. fuck was that? That's right. EMF. Whoa! In the, the oh song. god, that's unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's never did that song. Whoa! Yes, it was. Actually, it was a decent song. I got the CD. That doesn't mean anything. Super. I had Chamba Wamba CD. Okay, that doesn't mean anything. That was a good song. I guess song. Yeah. Oh, I did say by the whole. Yeah, I bought the whole CD. It was good. I was part of the CD catalog back then. You had to buy some. Oh. You got Anyways. hooked into that one. Anyway, uh, yeah. My number three was Anthony Jeselnik. Good pick. I like it. What's your number three? Uh, my, number be my number three two. is Mike Birbiglia. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. He's fine. I, I like him. He's funny. His specials are <laughs> specials are good. That's about as good as Neil from Dark Angels Radio. I didn't see it. It was fine. <laughs> you. He's funny. I like him. He's, he's funny. You don't even get to say anything. You call off my <laughs> raccoon story, you're done with him. What's your number two? What's your raccoon story? Fuck you. <laughs> it's over now. They've got little tiny hands. Yeah, they're Good. funny. Uh, my number and they two. look like little bandits with their eyes. Honey badgers aren't the only animals I don't give a fuck. Raccoons don't either. Moving on. What's your number two? Uh, my number two is Tom Segura. Okay. Loved him in Picket Fences. I don't think that was him. I think so. He was in Steel <laughs> Magnolias? I think you're thinking of Tom Scarrett. No, I, I'm almost positive I did. But go ahead. I like his big mustache. <laughs> Again, Tom Scarrett. I don't think you're. I don't think you're right. I think you're wrong on this one. Mike and I both agree that is not yeah, who you're thinking. We don't think you know who you're thinking. Uh, who you're uh, thinking of? We don't wrong, think you're. But he's thinking. still number two on my list. Snake draft number two for me is uh, Aziz Ansari. Aziz Ansari. I've seen him twice in concert. Really funny. Live. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. He, I he love is him. fucking brutal in stand up. He he's funny. He's funny. He uh, and I loved him on Parks and Rec. Yeah. So. 
Uh, yeah, so that's my number two. What's your number two? Or, yeah, number two. Is it to me? Yeah. Number two, Modern Family. Ah, uh, good movie. That, like that was it. a good show. That was good on show. my list last week. Yep. Uh, what's your number one? Number one. Yeah, uh, every if you've been listening to this podcast, you know what number one's got to be. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Comedy. Westworld. Comedy. Sex in the City. Good call. Jeff. Good call. Ab Fab. No. Oh, Ab Fab just had the movie. It, 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 you can't no. do Ab Fab because that's a spinoff of Sex in no, the City. No, it's always Sunny in Philadelphia. For fuck's oh. sake. Oh. Oh. Did you talk about that a lot? <laughs> Well, you, you said it like you talk about it every week. Well, no. Every time we talk about comedies or something, it's funny. Okay, moving on. Anyways, my number uh, one. Okay. I agree. It's funny. He okay. does talk about it every week. I'm with you on that, Blake. Like, you know. He's too busy eating Pez and Subway sandwiches. You said that. And, like, and listening to Tom Scarrett stand up. Tom Scarrett, you don't know your mustache. What's man. up with the Pony Express? <laughs> I don't know, Tom. What's up with it? It never gets there within the six months it says. <laughs> Anyways, uh, why are they like still John using Madden. horses? <laughs> why are they still using horses to deliver mail? <laughs> How about Cheeto Express? I'm just saying. Doesn't Peta have an opinion on this? <laughs> uh, my number one is well, Daniel Tosh. Why do they end up at the glue factory? Because <laughs> Jason runs a joke into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> he whips that dead horse. Uh, my number one is Daniel Tosh. Uh, I really like him. I refuse oh, to pay yeah. the prices for his stand-up oh, live, yeah. but $85 starting. And uh, But I do have a couple of his CDs and... He is pretty funny on Tosh.0. Oh. Love Tosh.0. Oh. He's pretty funny. I, I, I kind of think that the show, though, ran its course. Is it still on? Yeah. I, uh, I don't, I don't the know repeats if repeats are on every day, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I don't know if they still make new ones or not, but. Eh, probably, you know what? I'll agree with you. Probably Aussie's probably should have been my number one. I should have flip flop. There you go. Either uh, go ahead. What's your number one? Uh, my number one is uh, Kyle Five Inch Finkel? Five, yeah, Five Inch Finkel. Okay, Jeff. This year, Jeff's number one is Five is Sprinkle from Pick and Fences. Okay, moving on. Good list, Jeff. <laughs> I really, he is pretty funny. I yeah. loved him as the attorney for the yeah. town. And now he's dead. Yeah. Okay. Twenty sixteen. Uh, anybody have any honorable mentions? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, I had Dave Chappelle uh, because his Saturday Night Live monologue was pretty fucking hilarious, and uh, he did a decent job on the show. It yeah, is that's, that's off, the one thing he's done in the last five yeah, years. His, it was that good. It, it, it was that good. The Walking Dead, uh, yeah, he did with all his characters. <laughs> he brought all his characters back. It was hilarious. That was awesome. I actually thought John Cena did a decent job on yeah. Saturday Night Live this week. I've read about it. I haven't seen any. Some of the skits were a little hit or miss. Like every week of Saturday Night Live, yeah, exactly. Like and again, week. that's what you know going into it. Uh, but I thought it was decent. It was decent. Mm-hmm. It was much better than last week's, the week before episodes. So we watch every week. Yeah, who's the it. musical guest? I Who cares? I don't exactly. know. That's right. We if start it's someone watch- you like, you care. Yeah, no. but right. it was somebody again that we have no idea. Yeah. She starts to say, "I go to fast." Was forward. it Beyonce doing her rock song? No. It if you wasn't. like, you put a ring on it. If you like, you put a ring on it. Girls. Just oh, want to have fun, you know, girls. No, that's not even the right one. Yes, You're ruining girls. a Cindy Lauper song. Girls. 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 Who ruled the world? Girl. Yeah, girls. Apparently, like, eight people wrote that song, Girls. That's horrible. And I'm like, so it takes one person to write something like Imagine, and it takes eight people to write a piece of shit like Girls. And 32 producers or something. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not throwing away my shot. I'm not throwing no, away. No, no, damn it. Stop. <laughs> 
Hey, yo, just like my country, I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not throwing away my shots. I'm going to do my burn impersonation here. (laughs) (laughs) Load the gun. (laughs) Unfortunately, Eugene made it, so it won't kill me. It'll be fine. All right. (laughs) Damn it. Uh, Bad idea of the week. Uh, I'm going 820. Uh, Jason singing Hamilton again. Pretty bad, bad idea. I know. I next week I'll be saying Beyonce. Put a ring on it if you like me. Put a ring on me. I don't even understand what put song a ring you're on trying it. to Jay-Z, say. Jay Z, you're ugly, but put a ring on me. Oh yeah, put a ring on me. Oh yeah. I'm going to get my scholarship to King's College. I probably shouldn't brag, but dang, I amaze me. I gotta holler just to be heard. <laughs> So Jason's now dead. So Roger says goodbye. From walking dead to talking heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history. Not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad. So bad. The history of bad. It's bad. The history of bad ideas. Podcast. Oh, All right. We'll just record to make sure nothing goes goofy for a while. Oh, get my sandwich out. Eat my sandwich. Uh, maybe I should go ahead and do my research. Ah. Oh, do we not have uh Okay. 153. Okay. Uh, Jason doesn't have a copy of 154 over there, does he? Uh, 154. And now we're on 154? I have no idea. Yeah, 154. And no. All right. Because I only, I wasn't told to print any out. Neither was I, so I didn't. I'm just recording right now just to see if it, while we wait, just to see how long it'll go and see if it will start making noise again or or good to go. All right. That's fine. See what it sounds like everywhere else. (laughs) Yay, pals. Sound effects. It's rain and pass. It's rain and pass. Hallelujah. Oh, that one made it to me. <laughs> I don't know. Is that enough to make it through one episode tonight?
We should have saved the uh did we save the European European Union Pez? Yeah, it's around that chair. Did they use corn fructose? Probably not. In their Pez? Because they're using the American and I found European Union Pez to be a superior product. Could be because because the high fructose corn syrup, or lack thereof. Correct. So I have to read the uh, go find the Great Britain, Great Britain translation here. And it's not on this side. Bonbons au gâteau fruit, caramello comprimido. Bonbons meat fruit gushmark. <laughs> fruit flavor sugar confectionery tablets. <laughs> it sounds so proper. <laughs> fruit flavor sugar confectionery tablets. Let's see, they have ingredients sugar. Glucose syrup, acid, citric acid, acidity regulator, sodium citrates, fully hydrogenated palm fat, emulsifier, mono and diplycerides of fatty acids, flavorings, fruit and plant concentrates, apple, black currant, Carrot, safflower, black carrot, sweet potato, grape, and lemon. Sweet potato. Black currant, which is in a snake bite, struck black, by the way. Half lager, half cider. And when I ask for black currant in American bars, they don't have any. No, they don't, because it's not really an American thing. That's correct. So when I ask for a snake bite and strike it black, the bulk of them just stare at me like, uh, you want a shot? All right, let me see. Well, if you went to my bar and asked for a snake bite, you get a shot of Yukon Jack and lime juice. So don't go to my bar. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So it says glucose syrup. That's not high fructose corn syrup, is it? Nope. I don't know what to do.